KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin uh-huh. is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and snacks. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. All righty. It is a Monday. Hello and welcome to the KVJ show. Hello. Happy Monday, chillies. It is the craziest thing, (laughs) the weather in South Florida. It's a beautiful day, a little hot and steamy, though. You can definitely feel the humidity. And then all of a sudden, I look outside my window, and it's a torrential rainstorm. And then I step outside, and it's now freezing cold. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the heck was that? It's a menopausal kind of weather week. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that was absolutely insane. It is downright chilly. For, at least for us in South Florida right uh, now. I wore shorts to work. I was so bummed out. <laughs> yeah. Bet you were. I saw I saw my son heading out the door in shorts and a short sleeve t shirt. Oh. I'm like, oh, that poor kid. Yeah. That was he's, he's young, though. Who's going to tell him? Yeah. I, I think he probably knows by now. It's 53 degrees outside. Ooh. For us, that's pretty cold. So, going to be kind of a chilly day today. Only going to get up to about a high of. Maybe as low as 63. I'm seeing 63, no more than 66. Dang. And it's going to stay in the low 70s all week long. And it looks like uh, early next week we're going to be back into the uh, mid-60s for a high. So winter finally got here. It's happening, baby. Good. Yeah. My bill will be down. That's right. So drink <laughs> it in. It will not last long. Well, here you go, KBJ. We are on YouTube right now. If you'd like to put us up on any screen you got, you can. Just go and go to YouTube, look for the KBJ Show, or hit up kbjshow.tv to watch us right now. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about today, Jim We were out on Saturday at the Komen race. Mm-hmm. I, I know, Virginia, you weren't there. You had another event you were doing. I did. I was uh, down at the Family Fun Day in Boynton Beach. Ah, yes. Well, we had fun while we were out there. It's my tradition, go to the Bradley's Bar. Make sure you sit there. Watch the start of the race, get ready to go, cheer <laughs> everybody on. And we had a good time. What did you end up doing when you left, Kev? We uh, just uh, we went home. I think we had uh, something we had to do. We had to get uh, Cannon to an event, so we got gotcha. you to that. So, but it was nice, beautiful little Saturday. It really was. We were, yeah. we were missing you. Uh-huh. Where's, where's the witch at? It was beautiful down in Boynton too. It was gorgeous weather on Saturday morning. Yeah, well, but it was packed down there. It was a great event. Mm-hmm. We had nice. a great time. Yeah, nice. so all the good KBJ Nationers we, came up, got photos. We did. Too. Yeah, I, there was, was cool. a lot of KBJ Nationers out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That was, uh, was a good time. I pet a lot of dogs. I don't, I don't, I don't know if people want me to pet their dogs. I, I should start asking more. Just <laughs> go right for it, huh? I think, I think I, I, I'm in the wrong on that. I should go and go, hey, may I pet your dog? I get down there. I'm like, oh, I love your dog so much. I start to pet it. You can't help it. You're turning into Kevin's dad. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Pet every dog. It's like he has pet Tourette's. I just, I know. Just can't stop it. It's like an involuntary motor skill. It's going to go really wrong one of these days. 
days. P E D, pet every dog. Okay. You got the pets. Mm-hmm. I got the pets. <laughs> what you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, I told you yesterday I was going to go do the Breakers brunch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's so fancy, and I just love it so much. But mm-hmm. who knew it'd be so star studded in there? So oh, yeah. I'm sitting in there eating my brunch, and I hear a ruckus in the back of the room, and I see people taking pictures with somebody who's trying to exit, and I'm like, Who's that? Oh, Vanilla Ice was in there. Oh, he was. Having brunch with a bunch of people. And as soon as word spread through the dining room that he was there, like Uh all these people were jumping up to get pictures. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. How are you? Did you dork out too or or did you play it cool? I know that guy. Well, at first I was going to play it cool and not say hi. Uh And then I'm like, well... It's kind of weird that I'm just sitting here and I'm not even saying hi. So then I did get up and say hi. But he was trying to leave, so it was awkward. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you know. Of course I made it awkward. Man, I had so many awkward moments over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you. <laughs> and then uh, Alan Jackson was in there trying to eat like undercover. Okay. Because if he doesn't have the cowboy hat on, you kind of don't know it's Alan Jackson. Right. But I spotted him. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I went to go get a picture of the back of his head and he was gone. I was like, Duh. Damn it. Oh, dang it. And then I saw my neighbor who looks like Amelia Earhart. And I was like, hey, neighbor. Not not as cool. <laughs> not as, as cool. As. Amelia Earhart. That's an interesting. She looks a lot like Amelia Earhart. That's so odd. Did you see on the news today they think they found Amelia Earhart's airplane? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I should tell her. Accidentally tell her. Accidentally tell What are the odds of that, huh? That is odd. Seriously, if you'd see my neighbor, you'd go like, dang, that doesn't look like Amelia Earhart. Are they sure they found the They're not sure. They found They think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, so they've got a sonar reading from the bottom of the ocean. Oh. It looks like a plane relatively intact. It's not far from where she last refueled. It's about a hundred miles. It's like the Papua New Guinea area. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being so impressive, let's say it is her plane. Mm. What do you rank that at? It's about a 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we know she's gone. Yeah, it's right. been a while. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> The excitement's kind of faded a bit for me. So, yeah. Now, if they get the plane and she's still alive, oh now, that's my God. a story. Well, well I looked yeah. it up because I was like- Hey, where if, you guys been? I looked it up because if I wanted to know, okay, could my neighbor actually be the hiding out Amelia Earhart? No, she'd be 136 years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's even possible. It's not right? possible. You just can't live that long, right? No. Okay. no. 136, yeah. as that's pushing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think she just faked her own death. Right. And, yeah. and is living in my neighborhood. And do a lot a lot of people know what Amelia Earhart looks like. No. Is, is that a common? I, I did forgot until I saw the photos <laughs> that were on TV today. I'm like, oh, okay, there she is. Yeah, if, if you would say she looks just like Amelia Earhart, I'd be like, if you say so. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what she looks like. All right. I'll take your word for it. What's on your mind, Kev? Football, of course. Man, I didn't uh, get to stay up to watch the 49ers game, but uh, it's all right because they were on the ropes. And I'm like, well, they're not going to win anyway, so I'll just go on and go to bed. And I woke up, and uh, guess who won? The 49ers. Yeah, what the heck, man? Oh, I felt so bad for the Detroit fans. Yeah. They were so excited. and Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I get it. They were, I saw there were a few of them, they were just weeping in the stands. I get it. I don't know uh, how Eminem took it. He (laughs) was... he was at the uh, game, he flipping was, off the uh, Niners fans. Yeah, throwing double birds from yeah. the pictures I saw this morning on the news. He was, yeah, he was uh, throwing up the, uh, you know, the one finger <laughs> salute. But uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty exciting, and uh, no stranger to the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs 
They did what a lot of people didn't think they were going to do, and they went to Baltimore and they beat the Ravens. So congratulations to them. Travis Kelsey, of course, had an amazing game. He was breaking records. He was catching touchdowns. He was getting smooched by Taylor Swift on the field after the game. So we have a Swift Super Bowl coming up. Yes, we do. Okay. Wow. This is what the NFL wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't know. It certainly makes me think that uh, scripting might take place. Well, last week you said it might be rigged. I don't know. This could. What a storyline. Well, the people that were uh, now with the Chiefs, yeah, some, somebody was still going down that that path. But the reason why people were saying it was rigged, somebody thought that they had a leaked Super Bowl script. It was a meme of all the Super Bowl teams that were coming up. And it had showed that the Ravens and the 49ers were going to be playing. So when the Ravens got eliminated, at least that popular conspiracy theory went out the window. But then people are going, well, of course it's going to be the the Chiefs. I mean, you know, it's Taylor Swift. And I think I saw that uh, Taylor Swift has pumped about $250 million this year into the Kansas City economy. Wow. So it's the ratings are through the roof. You know, it's just it's absolutely insane what is going on. And uh, Travis Kelsey, I don't know. What do you think about this uh, line? They gave him the microphone. You're going to the Super Bowl. You just smooched Taylor Swift. Is this what you would say if you were handed the microphone? The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, you got to fight for your right to party! <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? Hey, man, as a guy who said a lot of stupid things on a microphone, I cannot judge. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. Is that part of their slogan or something? Or? I don't know. If, if it is, I'm not, I'm not aware of it. <laughs> I don't know what All that right. was. It's from a Beastie Boy song from the 1980s. So I just, I don't know. It's kind of random. All right. So congratulations. So, yeah, so they are there, and the uh, 49ers are there. I did want to give you a heads up, because coming up this weekend, my gosh, for the first time in like four months, Virginia, there's going to be no football at all. Oh, my gosh. What will the men do? Oh, they're gonna, they're, there's going to be so many conversations and on all the sports channels that are – they're going to really reach for topics. I do not watch any of it. <laughs> in fact, starting today, I will not – I might watch a little bit of the uh, commentary about the yesterday's games, and then after that, I turn it off for an entire – week because I just can't I can't stand it the speculation it's just, and the, just it's, okay they already repeat themselves eight million times <laughs> and they're the looking for every kind of angle to go on because there's nothing else to talk about uh, it's, it's just rough. a lot it is a lot so if you do want a little bit of football the only football that's going to be taking place is going to be right here in the state of Florida wanted to give you a, a quick little heads up that the Pro Bowl is going to be taking place at Camping World Stadium in Orlando this Sunday at 3 p.m. And especially if you got kids that like football, it's not that expensive of a ticket. At least some of the seats that I saw, I was looking at tickets like 35 40 bucks. It's, okay. It's a flag football game, but it's a lot of big names from the NFL. And so they're just having fun all week long in Orlando. It's more of just, hey, look at the superstars out here having fun. Yeah, but we'd always taken Cannon out at a very young age and tried to get him those experiences. And and players are usually really cool. If you've got a younger kid that's younger or grade school age, they typically come up and they sign gloves and give them stuff. And so that might be something to go check out. Uh, Considering it's so quick, you can just hop on the bright line and get you there, you know? Right. Yeah. 
So you can uh, get tickets starting as low as about 45 bucks. You go to ProBowl.com forward slash tickets. They do have a skills competition, but I believe that's closed. They're going to air that Thursday night on ESPN at 7 p.m. I think they're having that at UCF. But uh, like I said, I don't think that the public can go check that out. So there you go. So the Pro Bowl is uh, going on this weekend. All right. uh, Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we know uh, Jay Bird was out with us at the uh, Think Pink Walk for uh, Coleman on Saturday. He was out there. Denny's was out there as well. I wore my Hank Pink uh, robe out there, too. Fancy. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, it, it felt it felt white. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what did not happen to Jay Bird this weekend? Uh, did he slip and destroy his best guitar? Did a random KBJ Nationer drop off a bunch of free COVID tests? At his it, house. Yeah, at his house. Did he get an email from an ex-girlfriend letting the bird know that she's getting married soon? Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's your last chance. <laughs> Is that what that means? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just wanted to let you know. In yeah. Case you wanted to... In case you want to change your mind real yeah. quick. This is, this is allegedly. <laughs> Did he try to give a police officer a high five but missed his hand completely, making an awkward moment? Mm. Or did he finally pick up his dog Chewy's ashes two years since Chewy passed? Okay. Which of those did not happen, do you think, Virginia? Only one didn't. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say the ashes. Hmm. Did not happen. Yeah, it did not happen. Okay. All right. I will go with the... I'm going to go with the guitar. Okay. Okay. So which one did not happen? We'll find out next. My KVJ show. Okay, so which of these things did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? Did he slip and fall destroying his best guitar? Did a random KVJ nationer drop off 10 free COVID tests at his house? Did he get an email from an ex-girlfriend telling him that she's getting married soon? Did he try to give a police officer a high five but missed his hand completely, making an awkward moment? Or did he finally pick up his dog's ashes two years after Chewy passed? Uh, I'm thinking it's the guitar. Virginia, your thought is? I think it's Chewy. Okay. I think the ex-girlfriend's definitely sniffing around. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. She's like, uh, I just got to reach out one last time. Yeah. The one that got away. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's right. So what did not happen, Jay Bird? I did not pick up Chewy's ashes, Virginia. Okay. Oh. That's right. I don't even know if they would even be there after over two years. Yeah, I can't imagine that they would keep them on file. They don't keep just a big room full of ashes of people that yeah. are too heartbroken to pick them up. Right. Right? I don't know. That's a great question. Cause thought, thought about calling today. It feels like... I don't know. It feels like wrong for them to just throw him in the dumpster. But it also feels like, you know, look, what, what, what are we running here? Did they call you and say, hey, brah, you got 60 days? Never. Nothing like that. I feel like that's the right way to do it. If you got this man's ashes from, you know, his beloved dead dog, you call him. You don't just put them in the dumpster. But they would say, dude, you've had over two years to, I mean, <laughs> right. come on, man, get it together. I mean, they, they don't keep say, living dogs around that long. <laughs> exactly. You could say, dude, I'm in mourning. No, I get it. But they, uh, they'd be like, all right, dude, two, two years. Wait, come on. 
We're they can do open up a huge warehouse of <laughs> dog ashes. But I, it does bring up an interesting question. What does that? What happens to all those ashes that are not picked up? And when you do go to pick them up, do they charge you back ordered storage fees? All of these great questions. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to find out the answers later. I'm going to call. Okay. So you're finally ready. I, I'm going to call. Oh, what if they say, oh, we just threw them out last week? I will call you crying. <laughs> I just missed it, yeah. I just missed it by a week. Just a week. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the lot? Oh, dude. Two, two, two years in a week, that's their limit. That's not Chewy, though. Chewy's in dog heaven. Oh, I know. He crossed that rainbow bridge. He's up there frolicking. I got enough dead things in my house right now as it is. I don't know if I need mm-hmm. any more. And then if you did go and they presented you the ashes, I wondered, be like, all right, did they just like find do they keep ashes on hold? <laughs> How would How I, I know? know this is chewy? It's really some cat that kicked it last week. Right. Oh, this, this guy looks like he's having a breakdown. Just give him some of the ashes. <laughs> give him the dead cat. <laughs> give him the weekend. No one knows. <laughs> I would never know. You're right. No, there's no way you would ever know. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, human or animal, right. you yeah. don't know that's no your clue. grandma. I have no yeah. idea if that's mom and, mom and Aunt Anne. No, there's no way for you to fact check it. Yeah. They could give you a bunch of cigarette ashes. You mean to tell me in the history of ashes, somebody <laughs> yeah. didn't screw up and drop a bunch of ashes and go, we're going to give some oh. fake ashes to these people. Dude, mm-hmm. they switch live babies by accident. <laughs> when babies are born, you mean to tell me they didn't switch dead ashes? Right. Yep. You know it's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. So you did uh, slip and destroy your favorite guitar. Oh, yeah, I took it hard. I took it real hard. Yeah, it <laughs> not as a, hard as the guitar did. It was a kind of a freak accident, and I slipped. And when I I slipped really hard, were you drinking? I wasn't. Oh. I know it, it, these, these are fair questions. <laughs> and uh, there was something on my floor that made it extra slip slippery. I've been trying to get s- stuff off of my. Uh, like the grime off of my floor and it kind of left the sheen and I guess I didn't get a spot <laughs> and I slipped and I'm not kidding you I rock elbowed my number one guitar and oh, no. smashed it I oh, have pictures man. I sat there in 20 minutes and just had my head I, I couldn't believe it I really couldn't wow. I could not believe it is it beyond repair beyond repair oh. I'm, I'm, I started working on a video to show the good people like how it happened and then Denny's went with me the next morning to get a guitar with me but I'm not gonna lie editing it it was it's kind of painful okay yeah it'll drop today but yeah, pain, yeah. tears the best guitar I've ever owned mm-hmm. just destroyed so I, I did get a new one but we lost somebody this weekend Dang. You also had a missed high five with a cop. It was so awkward. Okay. <laughs> <Down at Coleman>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't hit him, did you? No, that was the problem. I missed him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because uh-huh. sometimes you can like miss a hand and no. accidentally hit a face. I you. I've been trying not to go for as many high fives because they can go so wrong, and I don't know. I just was feeling it. You got I, nervous. Well, I went to give him a high five, and he didn't see it at first, mm. so that was humiliating because other people saw me not get it, so I left <laughs> it up too much, and then he put it up, and then I missed it, so it looked like I was drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that one, I was. <laughs> so you got uh, 10 COVID tests, huh? We got COVID tests if we need them. Okay. They just dropped them? Yeah, with a little note. Hey, Jaybird, here's some COVID tests for you and the show. We know you guys get sick a lot. Huh. Mm, I don't know. I, I, I feel pretty uh, stout. Don't put that on us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a COVID test if you Don't need put me in that uh, suits box. <laughs> I, I was sick and I came to work. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got an email from an ex-girlfriend that uh, told you she's getting married soon? Sure did. 
Huh. Okay. And uh, who is this and well, why would they do this? They just wanted to let me know in case I hear anything. Hear anything. If I if I hear about mean? it, do the, the grapevine with, with, without it coming from her. Oh, no, okay, no, 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 you no. That wasn't the, the purpose. That wow. That's not the purpose of the email. Oh, let, okay. The purpose is to make sure that there's no shot at the bird. How how would how does her fiance feel if he would know? He don't know. I mean, I imagine he, if he did. If how would you feel, Virginia, if Panda had to email one of his exes just to let her know that hey, in case you hear. I'm soon to be off the market. I mean, I wouldn't be ginned up about it. I would no. I would want to read it and see the tone. Well, the tone was basically, you know how things are about certain things, and I wanted to hear it from you because I thought that's only fair, and I didn't want it to hear from another party, and this is what's going on, and blah, blah, blah. And it if was, there's any shot of us was, getting back together, speak now or forever hold your peace. It was that kind of tone. Well, y'all get on me about never talking about my love life. I'm bringing you the dirt. I like it. Okay, yeah. Do we so know this girl? I don't want to get any of that. Ah, oh, come on. Nah, that to, means yes. Nah, we don't have to get any We man. know her. We, you don't? Mm-hmm. Nah, I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, contraire, mon frere. You haven't said enough. Uh, but yeah, that was my weekend. Mm. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, protein plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, protein plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. A lot of people love suggesting movies for suits to watch. A movie that maybe they grew up loving, they want to see. Does a younger set of eyes think it holds up through the sands of time? And we had a suggestion for a Tom Hanks movie regarded as maybe the best actor of our generation. How does Gen Z feel about him? And a movie he did, because he used to do more goofier sitcom-type movies before he 
wound up doing a lot of the serious stuff. And one of those movies was called The Burbs. And it was about this creepy house on the block, I remember, and weird things happening in the basement. Suits, you watched it. Typically, with some of these 80s and 90s movies that are more sitcom-y, you don't like the comedies as much. How did you feel about The Burbs? It was okay. It still has a lot of that stuff from the 80s that I just I find over the top in those movies. Like I don't know why they always have to blow up a house in 80s movies. I feel like that's like happens at the end of almost every one of these movies. Something explodes, <laughs> which is so out of place. It's the most expensive shot of the movie. <laughs> <series>. <laughs> but I, I kind of almost thought it would have been better because they lead you to believe in the movie, spoiler alert, that they this old neighbor with the toupee has been killed by them. And then at the end, he comes back and it's like he's alive. And I thought that would be hilarious. That was the best part that they weren't murderers and he harassed them the entire time. But then right after that, he, they tried to be murderers anyway. And I kind of felt like, all right, well, I think it would have been funnier if you would have had it a little different there at the end of it. It just felt like. So you have some critiques. Yeah, I don't know. It just I, I didn't really like the ending of it. I thought, OK, I, I thought it was a unique angle that the entire movie you think they're murderers. And then the guy shows up. He's like, thanks for watching my house. And they've been harassing them for the entire movie and they hadn't murdered him. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, no, wait, we really were murderers. I just. I got to stand with Suits. It's never been my favorite movie. Not my favorite. And I do like Tom Hanks. Some of the goofier comedy stuff, though, I don't know. It's it's just not as, as good as his more serious roles. You okay. need to watch a really good movie with him called Turner and Hooch. It's about him and a dog. I'm kidding. It's terrible. I was about to say, there's no <laughs> way that that's a good movie. <laughs> Something happened with Tom Hanks because he was doing questionably not awesome movies. And then all of a sudden, remember that? He got was Forrest Gump in Philadelphia and Saving Private Ryan, and then, bam, he just went to a whole different level. That Joe versus the volcano type of... Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. It was, it was getting a little hairy for him. Yeah, he made a... Yeah, it was, he, was, he was just kind of muddling through, and then all of a sudden, bam, he started doing dramas. It, and, it's kind of weird, because I had no idea... Because I only saw dramas, really, all of his newer stuff, so I had no idea he did all these weird, goofy comedies back in the 80s. That's how he started, yeah. He actually started on the most ridiculous sitcom on ABC called Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies? Yeah, because to get an apartment in New York, I think it was the concept was they couldn't find, everything was rent controlled, they couldn't find a place to stay. So he and another guy had to dress in drag and pretend like they were women because it was an apartment only available to women. It was so preposterous. It, it, it was oh my full God. of, whoa! <laughs> it moment. was <laughs> so preposterous. They were trying to dress out of their clothes, and but they were all, they also knew them as guys, but they also knew them as women. Was, I, I kind of just want to see an episode just to experience how bad If you think you hated the burbs, <laughs> you should watch a little bit of Bosom Buddies. That really is start. amazing. I've never heard of that show in my life. Yeah. He probably I, tried to bury that one. Good reason. <laughs> yeah. He's also, in his first horror movie, or his first movie was a horror movie called He Knows You're Alone, and it mm-hmm. was a not good movie. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot wow. of people get going. They make a few stink bombs. Virginia, you watched a movie with your daughter Magnolia, who was home for the weekend from Florida State. And it was called Don't Worry Darling, and you're confused by it. So it's only been out for a few months, right? Like, it's the Harry Styles movie, and all the previews had it, like, set, like, in the 50s. And I lo- he looks so good in this movie. It's got Pew in it. Yeah, it has yes. Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine is yes. also in it. I saw it. Okay. Can you explain to me what the hell I watched? Because I was so confused. What? I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to explain it to you right now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after the movie. <laughs> or after, after the show. It's, I don't understand what happened. It, it, 
it was one of those movies where it got some people really liked it, others people really hated it. It had to do with simulated reality. Is that it? And you're kind of confused on what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. Well, okay. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone tell me what happened because I don't understand. <laughs> I know Harry Styles looked delicious. It okay. was a sexy movie, Kevin. There was like some uh, very I, uncomfortable scenes to sit next to your 18-year-old daughter and watch these sex scenes. I was like, we've, we've talked about it a few times, and it's gotten a lot of hate from the people. I didn't hate it. Uh huh. I didn't hate it either. I'm just so confused. I don't understand it. It says, don't worry, darling, is all about showcasing the way in which women are trapped in a world that doesn't support them, believe them, or wish to see them have control or power. Bunny and Shelby, both in their own ways, uphold systemic inequality because it benefits them. That's what the knock was, that there huh? was, again, it was, it's us, it's it's men versus women. It's, 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 uh... You know, trying to get people fired up. Mm, it's a gender war. It's a gender movie. war. Mm-hmm. Men are keeping women down. Well, I love the theme that you're explaining to me. <laughs> right. But I gotta tell you, I didn't get that from the movie. That is, uh, I, that's, that's 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 surprising. I turned it off and I was like, what? What? Yeah, it, 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 it's it's one of them ones. It makes you supposed to think a little bit. I guess I'm just not built for that kind of movie. You need to stick with the housewives. Just keep watching <laughs> the mindless stuff. I think I need a rom com. I, th- I need something real surface. Watch Lily Blonde again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, taking a little uh, flashback through time. Can you tell me what year? All of these things went down in pop culture. In this year, the big song was by Dua Lipa. It was called Levitating. Spider-Man No Way Home was the big movie at the box office. And people were talking about the TV show Yellowstone. What year am I talking about? Do you have any idea? Jaybird. Yeah. What? 2019, Kev. 2019. Virginia, what year is it? That is 2022. 2022. You're both wrong. Damn it. What is the year? I'll let you know next. It's KBJ. All big events in this year. Dua Lipa's levitating the top song. Spider-Man No Way Home was the top movie. And then you had Yellowstone really kind of crashing through. People were loving it and talking about it. I heard uh, 2019 thrown out there. Maybe a 2022 thrown out there. I actually forgot my guess. I think, yeah, 2022. No, I was, 20, I was 2019. That was mine, bro. <laughs> Trying to take my bad guess. Either way, they're both wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. <laughs> Wait, can we keep guessing? Go for it. Is it 2021? It is 2021. Yes, that is the year that uh, all that stuff was going down. So not that long ago. No, not to be long at so all. off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you look at it now. Dua Lipa's about ready to launch a new album here and this year, three years later. Yellowstone, they're still trying to figure that out. I've heard that they've finally, I guess, at least come up with a concept on how they're going to write Kevin Costner out. They say that they've kind of been giving you hints throughout the whole series if you do watch that show. Because it sounds like he cannot come to terms with the show creator, Tyler Sheridan, and they're going to 
acts Kevin Costner's role. I mean, I know 2021 don't seem like that long ago. That's almost that's three years ago. It is. I know. The time's just going by. It's crazy. Huh? Bizarre. Yeah. So it is. That's time, baby. Well, can you tell me which celebrity is talking right here? This is a clip of a celebrity voice. Who is the celebrity that is talking in this clip? Said, I'm stopping by and can I bring my friend? And I was like, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, I know that. Who's uh, that, Virginia? Oh, that is the velvety George Clooney. Oh, he's so hot. Bird? Can, can I get more taste? Yeah. Stopping by and can I bring my friend? Yeah, and I was like, Clooney. of course. And, and I got a call from my agent who called me and said, I met this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's the heartthrob oh, George Clooney. I love me some Clooney. Yeah. You think he's hotter than Brad Pitt? For me, yes. Right now in current day, we're, we're not talking Ocean's Eleven. We're talking right now, one walks in, Panda's cool with it. <laughs> oh, Panda's cool with it? Oh, Panda must be dead. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know George is older than Brad. Yeah. And George is getting up there. And Brad's 60. Brad still looks like he's in his 40s. Brad is not aging. George is. Mm. This is tough, Kevin. Yeah, I I, I I think one's had more work done than the other. That's what the word is about Brad Pitt. Now, if you do not know, Brad Pitt is filming a movie about Formula One in Daytona Beach. And so Ooh. if you're in the Daytona Beach area, it's the talk of the town. Everybody's talking about Brad Pitt's in town. Oh, my gosh. But more of the talk is people seeing this photo of him from hanging out at the Daytona track. They had some racing going on this weekend, and uh, Brad Pitt was out there. There he is, 2023 compared to 2020. He looks younger in 2023 than he did in 2020. If you're watching <laughs> KBJ TV on YouTube right now, do you see that difference? He's got glasses on on the one, and it all to me it all is about the eyes. A lot of it is Dang. the eyes. I mean, he is keeping it together. I don't know if Clooney is keeping it that high and tight. Right, Clooney is definitely not doing as much extra to stay pretty. But he's what probably doing the Botox. He's probably doing. I'm know. talking about Brad Pitt. He's probably Brad doing, looks high and tight. So he's sixty. He is 60 years old, probably <laughs> looks more like 35 to 40. Yes. Okay, wow. I might be changing my answer. Brad yeah. looks delicious. My, I'm 46, and my neck looks way older than Brad Pitt's, and that ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's, do, he's doing something. He's, he's getting some of that fountain of youth juice they have out there in Hollywood. Sign me up, Brad Pitt. Give me some of that juice. Yeah, he has uh, got the juice going on. In fact, uh, here is another recent photo of Brad filming this uh, Formula One movie, if you're watching on YouTube. Check him out right there. <laughs> I mean, look at that guy. That guy is 60 years old. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. It's all natural, Kev. That guy looks 46. If. If. Wow. Yeah, he looks probably 20 years younger than what he actually is. Okay, what about uh, this celebrity? Who is this talking? I really was ready to just disappear. Who do you think that is? Is that Jennifer Aniston? 
That is Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Virginia's on it. You're on it. Talk out the side of my mouth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ross. Oh, Matthew. Ross, Ross. <laughs> I really was ready to just d- disappear and really go into the depths of a character. I mean, I can cry at a... Uh-huh, okay, very nice. Okay, and what about uh, this one? Can you tell me what celebrity is speaking right here? He started giving me, you know, episodes of, of every type of Western from the 60s you could ever imagine. And a lot of B films that I'd never... I am struggling today, man. Good gosh. What is that? Who is that? Hit me again. Okay. He started giving me, you know, episodes of, of every type of Western from the 60s you could ever imagine. And a lot of B films that I'd never... Bird. In the beginning, it sounded like Jason Bateman. It's Gyllenhaal. Okay. Gonna go Gyllenhaal? Mm. Nope. He is of the same stratosphere as Brad Pitt. In fact, they recently did a movie together. Oh, it's Bird yeah. DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio, yeah. This is Leo DiCaprio right here. He started giving me, you know, episodes of, of every type of Western from the 60s you could ever imagine. Uh huh. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's a tricky game. <laughs> it, is, it is a very tricky game. Yeah. It's fun. I'm getting you up, getting you going. Yeah, making you think. <laughs> so that's what we're dropping on you here today. All right. Uh, let me see. We got uh, a bunch of other stuff coming up, including a fun little assignment that uh, I gave to the KBJ audience. You can uh, jump on real quick. I asked you, what is the word or words that your kid mispronounces the most? <laughs> We've got some great responses on our Instagram and Facebook. If you've got one, run there. We're going to get to that topic coming up. KVJ. Who do you think has the most anticipated concert tour of 2024? You had to guess. I mean, by Taylor Swift, right? Yes, it is. (laughs) Still going. Yeah, it's going to be crazy uh, just how much money she's going to make in this coming year as well. They say the median ticket price for the Taylor Swift show is $3,525. Holy moly. Median ticket price, meaning there are tickets that are more expensive than that if you want to go. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the movie. I'm good. Your next most expensive concert tour ticket is going to be Adele, just over $2,000. For the median price ticket. Wow, she so she's still at the top too. Then, yeah. In fact, I'm seeing a little bit of a trend here because you are talking about some artists at two and three that have a Vegas residency going on because they got U two at one thousand one hundred eighty two dollars, and they're doing that uh, performance in the Sphere in Vegas that you keep seeing. Yes, it's all crazy. In fact, they're going to be doing the first ever live performance from the Sphere on the Grammys coming up on Sunday night. So who needs to spend $1,182? I watch watch so many concerts on YouTube. I don't know. It's free. It's it's easy. It's a lot more affordable. It's way more affordable. Yeah, it really is. You just can't go to any concert anymore without spending. I mean, now if I see a concert ticket and it's about $100, I'm like, oh, okay, it's pretty affordable. What? When did that happen? That $125 becomes about... a about as affordable as you can get for a concert ticket. I don't know, but I don't like it because I remember when like 25, 35 bucks was like how much you paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Remember? My first concert was $20 and there were five bands. 
Crazy. Yeah. We sound like we're old. We are old. I heard an old commercial. It was on YouTube. It 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 was Kiss was playing, and it was 1981. I think the ticket was eleven dollars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was it, baby. Yeah. Wow. Olivia Rodrigo. She's going for seven thirty four. That's the medium price if you want to see Olivia Rodrigo. Then you got the Eagles in there, just a little bit cheaper, and then Bad Bunny. Who is uh, also going to be coming to South Florida? His ticket is six hundred sixty-one dollars. I feel I feel like the Eagles they own half the money in the world. They 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 mm-hmm. they've been printing money since the seventies, man. And there's like two members left in the whole group. There's you're you're right. There's not mm-hmm. as many. Yeah, uh, Morgan Wallen. His ticket is going for six hundred and nineteen dollars. That's the median price. Billy Joel, Palm Beacher. His is five sixty. And then Garth Brooks is even cheaper than that, five forty-five. That's the median price. Garth Brooks still sells out, Virginia. I know stadiums, bruh. Bruh, <laughs> stadiums. Yeah, no does. joke. Yeah. So if you're looking for any concerts here in 2024, start planning ahead. Now we try to hook you up with the free tickets, like Taylor Swift, because who's got thirty-five hundred dollars they can just throw away? Not many people. That's why you want to listen for Taylor Swift. Anytime you hear her, tap the track in the WRMF app, and you could score some tickets. We just announced on Friday the Justin Timberlake show coming up at the Kaseya Center on June 15th. Same thing with Justin Timberlake. If you hear one of his solo songs, tap the track. You can qualify to win tickets. And then coming up on Wednesday, Justin's birthday, we're giving away tickets every single hour from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So if you don't have all that kind of crazy money, just keep it right here. We got your free concert ticket hookup at WRMF. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, I don't know if you saw, but uh, 50 Cent is being sued by that L.A. radio host that took a microphone to the head last summer. Yeah. She was hit hard, and it looks like, yeah, she's probably going to get a nice payday from 50 Cent. Mm. He was mad because his sound people kept handing him microphones, and he kept trying to sing in them, and they kept not working, and we get it. Trust me, I get it. I've been there. But you can't throw the microphone into the audience. And, I mean, he hit the the DJ that's on the air. And so she can go on the air and talk about it. And it's like, right. She did file a police report. Um, and she is suing for all damages, including medical, attorney's fees. Emotional. Emotional uh, and everything. Anything you can think. I mean, I mean you, you got to take your shot now. You really do. So there you go. On I'm, that one. I'm sure he's worth quite a bit. I'm sure she's she's gonna get some money out of him. As she should. Absolutely. Look, if you throw it in the crowd in anger like that, that that's a weapon. You could mm. really you could kill somebody if you hit them right. Yeah, no doubt. Well, a study is suggesting that Taylor Swift is not only able to influence who goes to the Super Bowl, but she's also possibly going to influence the way that Americans will vote in the upcoming presidential election. Apparently, a fifth of voters, a fifth of voters say that they are likely to back whoever she endorses. Hmm. Okay. So, that is power. Yeah. But the one thing I will tell you on the reverse side, 17% 
said that they would be less likely to vote for a candidate backed by Taylor Swift. So the net gain is only 3%, because 20% said that they would be more likely, 17% said less likely. So whatever candidate she does endorse, if she does, and it'd be no shock that it'd be Joe Biden, it's not going to do a lot of good. Uh-oh, it's, get, it's getting political. The Swift effect. Yeah. <laughs> and finally here, Martha Stewart has got a new documentary picked up by Netflix, and it'll be all about like her early life as a model and as a Wall Street banker, and then as her you know time in prison that will uh, be featured in the movie as well. Her five-month stint in federal prison will be there in that Netflix special as well. Well, so special or movie it's a documentary okay. a deep dive documentary okay i was gonna say a lot of people are getting biopics and i, I don't i'm not sure i think we're gonna start getting burned on these biopics this, would, isn't, this isn't a biopic so my, my commentary shouldn't be said i would watch this i think martha stewart is fascinating and i mean you gotta give it to her she stayed relevant for how long yeah I am more into the uh, the biopics if the person themselves is behind it and it's pretty juicy because you're like, okay, they're revealing a lot. It's when the person's not, then you just don't even know. Like, how accurate is this? Look, I know you keep on saying that uh, the Richard Simmons thing, Richard Simmons is given his blessing. I don't know. It's going back and forth. I am hearing mixed <laughs> things about that. He is not happy this movie is being made. The only know. person that's saying Richard gave his blessing is Pauly. Yes. And I don't know if <laughs> right. Richard wants this. I don't know if I believe Pauly. The internet is pulling for Pauly, though. <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to wait this one out and see. And that's what's going on in your dirt. All right, some celebrities having a birthday today include Adam Lambert. Came from American Idol. Now he fronts Queen. He's 42 years old today. Sarah Gilbert. She's Darlene on what was called Roseanne. Now the Connor. She's 49. Heather Graham. Big old movie star, especially from the 2000s. She did Austin Powers, that time, Boogie Nights, The Hangover. She was Roller Girl and Boogie Nights. We've uh-huh. told Suits he needs to watch that movie. That's okay. a great movie. That's a great movie. Okay. She is uh, 54 years old today. And Oprah Winfrey turns 70 today. So happy birthday to them. Also, happy birthday to uh, Sean. He's turning 37. That's from Kitty and Rachel. And I thought that was a pretty uh, creative little photo they took there. That was from a uh, shuttle launch. Oh, they made ah. it look like it was a smoke trail coming out of his mouth. That's, <laughs> That's cool. cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, they, they launched another one of those Falcon rockets last night. So you could do it pretty much any day of the week. I feel like they're doing them every night. It almost is, man. The frequency on how much they're firing stuff up there. Pretty crazy. Almost as if they're trying to tell us something, Virginia. What is it? Exactly. <laughs> Also, happy 14th birthday to my beautiful girl, Ziva. Have a great day from Miss Christy, your bestie Maddie, and all the fur babies. And uh, there is her adorable photo on KBJ TV on YouTube. Cuties. Go there and uh, find it. Just go to YouTube, look for the KBJ show, or use the mobile app for YouTube. Or just go to kbjshow.tv. The KBJ show. There's so many families that have words that only that family knows because there's a kid in the family. That made up that word and it just stuck. <laughs> We're talking about all the different words in Jaybird's family last week. 
And a lot of those, yeah, it does happen when a kid can't pronounce something. My grandpa was always Grandy because I couldn't say Grandpa. Aww. We had a little bird that my little sister wanted to name Jonathan, and she mm-hmm. couldn't say Jonathan, so she called him Johnson. And oh, we had a bird named Johnson. Which, <laughs> it got some laughs. Johnson. Johnson <laughs> the bird. <laughs> yeah, so we asked the uh, question on Instagram and Facebook, what are the words that your kid mispronounced? And Tony said, my youngest was obsessed with cement trucks. But he couldn't say cement. Oh, boy. That's cute, huh? <laughs> Load up. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, Victoria said, up until recently, my two-year-old daughter couldn't say fox. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, We know how that came out. <laughs> yeah, we'd always try to keep her away from that word. Uh, D said, uh, Percy from Thomas the Train. You can only imagine what he was saying instead of Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Courtney said uh, when she tried to say she peed her pants she would say Peter Pan that's cute that's That's a nice little covert for I peed my pants (laughs) Peter Pan Kevin Peter Pan Mm -hmm. Uh, Mandy said my now 19 year old used to say pirates instead of privates and then that just kind of became our normal word for it in the family. So That's whenever funny. somebody hurt your pirates, you knew what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> my pirates hurt. My pirates hurt. <laughs> Elizabeth said, uh, my son called Publix Publix, L-I-C-K-S. I would die every time he wanted a, uh, uh, in fact, he uh, pronounced it wrong. He called it a Publix sub. <laughs> <laughs> Publix <laughs> does not sound like a store I want to go to. No, no. I don't know. Football, oh. I don't know. Amy said, uh, my daughter would say straw babies instead of straw berries. Aww. Mm-hmm. Cute. And uh, Brady said uh, spaghetti. She said puzgetti. I think a lot of kids mess that one up. That's a tough one. I would call it puschetti. Yeah. I, I've heard that one before. See, I've always been a bad Italian. <laughs> and uh, Liliana said, a kindergarten student at my school calls me Miss Missile. I come to find out he thinks his teacher is telling him to come out to see me at the bus loop. And she says, okay, I'm releasing you for dismissal. <laughs> so he thinks my name is Miss Missile. <laughs> he says goodbye to me every day, though. Goodbye, Miss Missile. Yeah, Aww. still has no idea what my real name is, but I'm good with that. Sweet pea. Yeah, it's cute. Some nice little uh, fun read. If you go to our Instagram and Facebook page, you can check out there. Tell you one thing that uh, is not as cute, and that is just uh, some of the random thefts that are going on. I don't know if it's. TV news next door, whatever it is. But if you're on that platform, man, I'm always seeing people talking about people jumping in, trying to break into their cars, their houses, all kinds of stuff, man. I feel like it happens in every town. Yeah. Every next door's got that. People stealing all kinds of just random stuff, too. It's pretty crazy. Um, I know, Virginia, you're talking about you knew somebody that uh, got their catalytic converter stolen. Yeah, my sister-in-law. And when the cops came to like do the report and everything, they said, yeah, these guys hit about 20 cars in your neighborhood last night. And they had hit last week, too. And one of the ladies went out and, and repaired it and got a new one. They hit her again. Damn. Wow. They took it twice, two weeks in a row. So what do you do? You go get a new catalytic converter, and then they know you got to get a new one, and they come back and they take it again? Yeah. 
I think it's kind of how it's going. Question. Let's say you, you see somebody stealing something out of your car, and they're in your car, and you sneak attack them and punch them in the neck. Can you get in trouble for punching them, them in the neck? They're stealing your property. Are you not allowed to defend property in that manner? You should be allowed to beat mm-hmm. them with a bat. Especially if it's on your property. Let's say you're in your backyard, and they're stealing something, and you tackle them and punch them. Yeah. Do you get in trouble for that? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how that is in Florida. I know if it's if you feel threatened for your own safety and health, but I don't know that that also covers property. But if somebody's at your house, isn't that automatic? A I think house and car might be different. So the stand your ground law, you can off them in your house. But mm-hmm. is it the same in your car? Yeah. You could argue that you were feared because you thought they had a gun in their waistband or something. You know what I mean? I fear the $600 that I have to replace my catalytic converter is going to cost me. Yeah. I have a feeling in Texas you definitely can. Oh, in Texas? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and they'll buy you a beer after. Right. Texas is scary. Texas don't play. <laughs> yeah, in Florida, I'm not positive, but I, I think that'd be tough. You would think a lot of people would want to defend their their home and property. And, and it feels like you should be entitled. Now, the question is, how hardcore can you go? If you punch them in the neck, is that justified? And I don't think shooting them dead is. No, I'm not shooting them. I'm, right, I'm not talking about trying to kill them. At some point, them. there's a level, yeah, where you can... What is justified force? If they're in my backyard and I sneak up, can I give them a stone-cold stunner and <laughs> make sure that they fall down and mm-hmm. keep them? And then I facilitate a, what's that, a uh, citizen's arrest? <laughs> oh, my God. You would be beaten to a pulp by these burglars so oh, quick. I, I don't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're also stealing statues. I don't know if you saw this in Kansas, but somebody stole a Jackie Robinson statue from a park. Dang. They sawed it off at the feet, loaded in the back of a pickup truck, and drove off. The statue cost $100,000 to install in 2021, so they haven't had it that long. And they think that what the thieves are doing is they're going to take it and melt it down. Wow. Wow. For scrap metal. Someone stole our, and I'm putting the APB out right now, and it's been gone for a while. And there's rumors, and I've heard rumors of, about it being here, being there. Someone stole our Ronald McDonald McDonald statue that we would bring to all of our snack pack shows. There was there was talks about it being in one bar, and then when we went to the bar to get it, they, they had said, oh, someone had just taken it a week ago. We keep missing finding this Ronald McDonald statue, and I am hearing it's still here in Palm Beach County somewhere. Wow. Okay. Someone knows something about this Ronald McDonald statue. Yeah, there's just a lot of random things that are being stolen these days. I told you about that radio station. They can't even go back on the air because they stole the copper wiring from their radio antenna. That's insane. That is insane. I that mean, sucks. Like, what? I mean, people are stealing it. If it's, I mean, even if it's nailed down, they're stealing it. They're sawing it off. Yes. At the feet. Yeah. My uncle said that it takes about two minutes, if they have an electric saw, for them to saw off your catalytic converter. Yeah. Two minutes. Quick. Boom, boom, done. And I'm over here, and I don't even know what a Cadillac converter is. Yeah. I don't even have a Cadillac. <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Ron McDonald. <laughs> There's finally going to be an answer, though, to some of the thievery. You know, the porch pirate thing has gotten crazy. People yes. People just see packages at somebody's front door, or they even follow delivery trucks. Florida's finally going to be doing something about it. They are going to have a porch pirate bill. 
to try to combat it. They say each year about 260 million packages are stolen from front porches. Last week you were talking about the videos you go down the rabbit hole on. Yeah. One of my favorite is seeing porch pirates get caught stealing and then tackled. Those are pretty yeah, fun to watch. They had That's a viral amazing. one last week. Yeah, they did. They, they followed the person and... They cornered them, yeah, because people are just tired of it. It's a $20 billion a year thing in the U.S. Dang. That's how much Porsche Pirates are making, $20 billion every year. And now, in Florida, this new bill would make, being a Porsche Pirate would make you a felon. They, there's another video of a Porsche Pirate. She's got... I mean, so many packages in her car. The police pull her over. She starts to cry. I want to call my mom. Let me call my mom. They go, how old are you? I'm 24. We're, right. We're not calling your mom. You're 24. You're a grown yeah. up. You're a grown up. You're going to jail. You're yeah. getting punished like a grown up. And uh, typically with a felony, you have to steal a certain dollar amount. They're knocking that down to 40 bucks. For a felony? Yeah. Good. You take $40 worth of material from somebody's front doorstep, you will now be a felon. Good. And you'll be marked as one for the rest of your life if you're over 18. Now, some opponents are saying it's too severe. They're like, 40 bucks, you're a felon? Yes. They say it's too severe for first-time offenders stealing a $40 package to be labeled a felon for life. But others are saying, you know what? You clearly know. That's not a mistake. Right. What are your thoughts on that? You're a forgiving man. Does $40, does that seem like that, that is too harsh for something like that? Or do you like the fact that, hey, let's start scaring people who steal stuff? I, I like it. There's a, a part of me that likes it. The, the only thing that makes me nervous is that a couple of weeks ago, my food delivery service was delivered to another house. I know that move. And I had a feeling that they just got the wrong street. And so I went one street over because we share all the same house numbers from street to street in my neighborhood. Sure enough, my food order was sitting there. And I just, it was awkward. They had their front door open, but I just went up and took it. I'm like, you know, I mean, if they ask me, I'll be like, you know what? This is mine. It has my name on it and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you clearly saw your name on it? Well, I could have proved it, I think. The you only thing have. that makes me nervous is the value is $100. <laughs> so, Well, when you looked in there, was it your chicken? It was my food. Because you know what you ordered. Yeah. And you're good to go. Right. But imagine if you had a case of you were mistaken. You thought it was your package delivered. You take it. You're like, oh, my gosh, no, no, I really wasn't trying to steal. And felon. Right. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes me nervous is that somebody could be labeled a felon for a mistake. But it, no, to me, if you're going up to someone's house and you're brazenly stealing like that, yeah, I think it's fair. And delivery drivers, get the street right. He clearly doesn't live on the one street over. They have totally different names. Yeah. Yes, they have the same number, but they don't have the same name for the street. So seriously. My mail person keeps putting, it's, it's the same address as mine, but it's. I, another street with that that I guess sounds like mine. So mm-hmm. I keep getting this person's mail all the time, and I have to drive it over to them and give it to them. That's and, annoying. And it's yeah, it's, it's not like right down the street either. It's a yeah. little bit of a drive. Mm-hmm. The other thing they say that uh, people are stealing just out of nowhere. Did you see the video of the lady on the hood of that car? Yes. In California. They took her dog. Yeah, people are stealing Frenchies. You know, Lady Gaga had it. Her dog walker got shot over the Frenchies because they go for anywhere from like four to $10,000. Oh, my gosh. And there's this woman in California. She was just chilling at a Whole Foods eating outside. And this woman comes walking up, calling to her dog. 
And she's like, what are you doing? And then she comes up and wrestles the leash away from her. This woman chases the woman to her car. The woman gets in this getaway vehicle. They shove her out of the car. She jumps on the hood of it. They drive for several blocks with her on the hood of this car. The viral video is insane. Oh, my god! And she didn't get her dog back. They left with her dog? They left with her dog. Wow. Yeah, she's offering a substantial reward to try to get it back. But yeah, my daughter's got uh, the two Frenchies. I warn her because she walks them all the time. I'm like, you just you never know. People are so brazen anymore. If someone ever tried to steal my dog, like I'm thinking, if, if someone tried to kidnap Chewy, I think if you love your dog, adrenaline starts to kick in. You're gonna do whatever it takes. To, this woman did. Yeah, she just, exactly. Uh, what she had wasn't enough. I know, I, and that's what's probably playing over and over in her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say Frenchie is the most popular dog in California and also in Florida. Wow. Mm-hmm. But let, let's be the honest. The trendy states. Four to $10,000. Yeah. Come on. That's Can a this dog really yeah, be and, that and, special? Not all are that way, by the way. My daughter didn't pay anything close to that for hers. So, But there are, I, I think it's called a brindle. It's a certain markings. If it has certain kind of markings, then it's really valuable. And I think a lot of times the thieves know that. This dog was, I guess, what a, whatever a Brendel is. It's basically like a, a, a Gucci purse, Virginia. Yeah. We even need to label the dog. Even amongst Frenchies, there's fancy and not fancy. I'm more impressed with the person that goes to the pound and saves a dog right. than no buys a designer dog. Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right, on Friday, we had a KBJ draft for the best movies from the 2000s. We're going to see who got the most votes on Instagram and Facebook and who put together the best team of three next. The KBJ Show. On Friday, the KBJ draft was for the best movies from the 2000s. You got to draft out three, and then people voted on our Instagram and Facebook for who had the best picks. Suits was number one overall, and he went with The Dark Knight, Gladiator, and The Born Identity. Virginia picked out Mean Girls, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Devil Wears Prada. Denny's went with Ocean's Eleven, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Borat. I got Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and Iron Man. And Jaber went with The Departed, No Country for Old Men, and Almost Famous. Hmm. Who do you think uh, finished last, Bird? It it rhymes with Spursminger. Oh, whatever. My list is slapping. It was Denny's. <laughs> He's always last. Denny's with Ocean's Eleven, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Borat. He's always last, and I'm always fourth. <laughs> Same. Yep. yep. You're fourth again? Yep. Departed yep. No Country for Old Men and Almost Famous. Am I third again? Your second, Virginia oh. Suits, got third, and I won. Oh, the rig. You, you keep winning. The rig is in. You're winning a lot. This Rolston. man wins a lot at this I'm one. I'm plugged into the people, man. You, you <laughs> got a lot of good stats What were your movies again? I went with Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and Iron Man. Yeah, he has that Iron Man. You know them super movies do. I know. Yeah. I don't watch them, but I know. Crushed it. I uh, watched Griselda over the weekend. Oh, how was that? I want to see that, but I thought maybe it would be too intense to lay that on Magnolia. She was home for the weekend, so I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the story, if you don't know, it's so fascinating. Probably about 10, 15 years ago, I watched a couple documentaries called Cooking Cowboys. Great documentary. Yes. They are fantastic. It's so eye-opening just, you know, here we are in South Florida to just see what the cocaine trade was like a lot of people probably either weren't alive or weren't here 
when it was in the height of it going on in the 1980s. And it was just crazy between Pablo Escobar and his story and the influence he had. But Griselda Blanco likely was even more between 80 and 83. I think they had said in because I watched a little bit of Cocaine Cowboys, too. And I think they had said it was like November of 81 or 82. I think within that month, they had I think it was 45 or 85 murders in Miami-Dade County. For what I understand, in that one month. there's even, you know, code and rules with even in that seedy world of crime. And she would break those rules and codes and start offing and killing people when you go, whoa, the guy, all the, all the guy did was say good morning to you. <laughs> yeah. Now that was it. So I watched a little bit of Cocaine Cowboys before I got into Griselda because it's been years since I've really seen it. And I wanted kind of a refresher to watch. Now, Sofia Vergara is playing Griselda Blanco, the big cocaine trafficker that really was took violence to a whole new level with the cocaine trade in Miami. Miami, boy, had a three-year run, 80 to 83, that was just rough. Murder, mayhem. It was uh, like on the cover of Time magazine said Paradise Lost, and there was just so much violent crime. Miami was number one in the nation for violent murder. And... Like Sofia Vergara is really probably too pretty to play Griselda Blanco, even with all the prosthetics they put on her face. <laughs> you can still tell she looks good. I still think they made Griselda as a character too pretty. In fact, the problem I had is I watched Cocaine Cowboys a little bit in the true story of Griselda Blanco. I was like, they missed a lot. Like, it, not only did they not tell a lot, but just the details weren't even right. And I trust Cocaine Cowboys, a documentary that was well done and well thought out, more than I trust the Griselda. And in a sense, at the end, it gets to a story loosely based on Griselda Blanco, not really a true telling of Griselda. They missed telling about her youth, which really turned her into the woman that she was. Griselda Blanco had a really rough upbringing with an alcoholic, abusive mom in Colombia. And then where she went from there and how she got into it. And then it just was really inaccurately told. And they didn't really say it the right way. The other thing was her nickname was the Black Widow because she was known for killing her husbands. Three husbands she killed. Could be and just coincidence. What did they do? <laughs> Three husbands dead. <laughs> I mean, if you were that, that third husband... <laughs> She's living the dream. Do you know about the other two? <laughs> the thing that was crazy was watching Cocaine Cowboys, and it was a boyfriend that was seeing her in prison. I'm like, you know for a fact she's killed three husbands. <laughs> but you think it's going to be different with you and her. But I'm different. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, so they missed that. They didn't really tell even about her murdering her first husband, so that wasn't really even covered. That detail wasn't there. And... The other thing, you didn't get a sense of Griselda Blanco. The thing that they had said about her is that if you owed her money, she would kill you. If she owed you money, she would kill you. She just killed everybody, and that was it. She was just... And look, there were parts of it where they tried to make her a little sympathetic. She was a butcher. She's responsible for, they believe, 250 murders. Whoa. And... The Griselda on Netflix didn't do it justice. Now, I'll tell you, I thought that Sofia Vergara did a great job acting. It was still good. It was done by the net, the people who had done Narcos. You could tell because some of the same actors, if you've watched the whole Narcos series on Netflix, some of them were still there. 
and a part of it. So you could tell it was kind of that. So it's the same vein and same quality, but they just, it shouldn't have been Sofia Vergara playing Griselda Blanco. They should have told more of her backstory and they should have told it more accurately. If they had, and it was six episodes. I don't think you can tell the Griselda story in six episodes. And at the end, they kind of made it look like she was becoming unhinged because she was smoking crack cocaine. I don't think so. I think Griselda Blanco was an evil woman. It just always was. It almost gave her a, well, you know, it's not her fault. She got into the crack cocaine. Admit, no. Her family has come out and said, we don't like this. This is not real. This is not true. So do you kind of see what the family is saying? Griselda's family? I would say that they didn't make her look nasty enough. <laughs> so if they're afraid that they thought it made her look too mean, I, I've, I felt it did the opposite. I don't feel like they truly captured just how evil Griselda Blanco was in that. I'll tell you what, though. That's how you keep your finances in check. Oh, you money? Kill you. I owe you money? Kill you. <laughs> I mean, she, and how she did it, too. You really keep a you keep your savings that way. Yeah. I mean, you, you, if you kill a guy that you owe money to, I guess you don't owe him money anymore. Yeah. So that, that was the thing. So that would be the, the knock that I have on it. I mean, I, I thought that it was, it was a good watch. I enjoyed seeing it. But as I watched, because I did watch it, and then I started watching more Cocaine Cowboys, I'm like, they didn't, they don't think they told, match the, up. I don't oh, think no. they told the story right. It kind of sounds Ross and kind of hated it. it. Didn't sound like you loved it. He wants the truth, and it sounds like they didn't give him what he wanted. I mean, if they tried to make her look sympathetic and There were parts likeable. of it. It was like everything she did for a sense, and look, she might have, and you know, that's how she supposedly, supposedly sold it, but... You know, yeah, I, I don't think they did it justice because you didn't get the essence watching the Sofia Vergara that they attribute 250 murders to her. How come nobody took her out? Because if she you tried, did, they did. You tried I'm, not, I'm not ruining it, but yeah, she oh, she yeah. was she was finally gunned down uh, in Colombia. She went back to Medellin and she went Bible thumper. She went to prison, Bible thumper, got released in 2008. Or 2002, maybe. She goes back, 2004. No, I think she had an eight-year run. She was free for eight years, walking out of a butcher shop in Medellin in 2012, and somebody driving by on a moped, bop, 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 lit her up. But, I mean, how do you take a shot at the devil? What if you miss? See what I'm saying? When she went Bible, was it Bible real or was it Bible fake? I don't know her heart, Virginia. I have no idea. (laughs) Kevin, how did she truly, did she really accept (laughs) Jesus Christ into her heart? (laughs) I don't know that for sure. Do you think she's in heaven, Kevin? (laughs) You know everything. You had the God cast. I look Uh, to you. Yeah. I'll I'll give you my thoughts on how they portray that. I don't know about her spiritual life and where she exactly is. So, But that's my thought on it. But uh, they do show, and what I think is fascinating is they show Miami in the 1980s. How they do that, I don't know. How do they have her driving into the city and it looks, because Miami looked a lot different in 1980 than it looks right now. How do you pull that off? I don't know. I guess is that CGI that does that? Well, they could be set design, too. They took the time to make it look like. Sometimes driving over a bridge into the downtown area and... It could be CGI, but they could also try to do set design. You know, all that stuff costs a lot of money. Yeah, I'm just wondering how they did that. So that was uh, that was kind of cool. 
And it's good to see more stuff being filmed in Florida because I know for a while we got all boneheaded and put, uh, we didn't give any tax breaks and they started taking a lot of the filming and production. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. In fact, I saw something else uh, you might want to keep an eye out for. It's called Apples Never Fall. I saw the preview for it on TikTok. It's going to be a Peacock show that debuts on March 14th. And it caught my attention because the uh, opening scene that they have in it, it is that right there. If you're watching KVJ TV, does that look familiar to you, Virginia? What is that? Yeah, that looks like uh, the Intercoastal in West Palm. That is. Oh. Yeah, so it looks like it's uh, based out of uh, West Palm Beach or Palm Beach. It's got Annette Benning in it. She's great. Sam Neill. You may not know his name, but you recognize his face. He's in a lot of stuff as well. Allison Bree. And uh, it looks kind of like one of those, a family and their secrets start to come out. Oh, I love secrets. I love love hidden family secrets that come out and unravel the whole family, especially if there's money. Unless Mm -hmm. it's your family. That sucks. (laughs) Trust me. I don't know. If it was my family, I think I would still like it. I always get those email messages from 23andMe, and they always say, you have a new match. And I'm just waiting for the day that I go on there and find out I have a secret brother or sister that my parents tried to keep hidden. Wouldn't that be cool? That that would be kind of cool, but what if you found out your dad did something unsavory for years and years, and kind of like BTK style? Well, that would that cool. wouldn't rock you. <laughs> Come on now. If my dad was the BTK, well, that would definitely rock me. Or a version of that that would probably rock you. Now that's murder. That's a different level. All right. Mm-hmm. I think like scandal or secrets or hidden paternity mm-hmm. or money scandal. That to me is fascinating. Yeah. Well, it looks like who knows? Maybe that might be what this apples never fall. Will be about when it comes out. I saw the uh, most movies filmed in Florida. West Palm is up to 302. I don't know if they count that in there or not. What do you think is number one in the state? Miami. Miami. Miami by a lot. Miami, 6,241 movies. And then I imagine Fort Lauderdale for part two. Fort Lauderdale is not as much as you would think. Miami's 6,200. That's 10th nationally. Fort Lauderdale, 540. Oh, wow. For 91st nationally. So it's a big drop-off. In fact, in between Miami and Fort Lauderdale, you've got Orlando, Tampa, and Jacksonville. Are those the only Florida ones on there? The only Florida ones what? Towns on that list? Uh, you got Davey. It's in there. but it's, Davey? Yeah, Davey <laughs> is 279 movies. It says filmed in Davey. That's only 23 behind West Palm Beach. I wonder why they film out in Davey. It's got to be some kind of... the. Topography. Didn't you say it looks creepy? I just I've lived in Davie three different times, and all three times in Davie, Davie had its way with me. Where was Caddyshack filmed? Parts of it was in that area, a little okay. bit, a little yeah. I, so, thought, I think Caddyshack's one of them. Okay, I can see that. Okay, that's I guess that answers the question. My question though is, what would you say is South Florida's craziest story? Griselda Blanco, responsible for 250 deaths, three husbands. Change the economy of South Florida. It's a now $11 billion annual income. Cocaine, and she was the one that really got going. She's the one that brought Pablo Escobar up. And they oh. didn't even have Pablo Escobar in the Griselda thing. Really? What a missed opportunity to show how she groomed and brought Pablo Escobar into the game. Didn't touch it. Huh. I would throw in uh, 9-11 people training down here in Palm Beach County. That's, I mean, that's a crazy story. Yeah, I was thinking about the craziest Jeffrey Epstein. Adam Walsh, definitely. Epstein. 
Gianni Versace, Ilian Gonzalez custody case. Yeah. The voting debacle. Oh, that's true. All that. Yeah, if you had to rank our top five, what do you think are the top five craziest stories that come out of South Florida? I mean, the I was walking by, I was working at the baseball camp, walking by where the supposed terrorists were training, where they were staying. Every single day I'd walk right. by that place. Hey guys, I how's could it touch going? the building if I wanted to. Yeah. Good to see you guys. It was crazy. No, that is weird. Uh, that is pretty crazy. There's a lot of stuff like that. If uh, you can think of one, how would you put them? What would be your top three, maybe, the craziest stories that we've ever had here in South Florida? Does Griselda Blanco make it? Or is she just too out of sight, out of mind? It happened too long ago. It might well, be that it was too long ago now at this point. But, I yeah. mean, I don't know. If you do the history of it, it's a horrifying story. Changed South Florida forever. South Florida really started to change in those years. And she was it. She was worth over a billion dollars at one time. Are wow. You, are in you 1980. All, are you just accepting South Florida or you save all Florida? I'm going to go South Florida. Okay. Yeah, Vero down. What do you got? 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. This has to be the craziest part of the whole country, right? I mean, the stories we have, we stack up more than anybody else, right? I feel like Florida definitely is deserving of the weird reputation we get. Well, I mean, Chicago, you know, they had their uh, mobster days and some of those stories that came out of there. New York City, of course, has got a ton, but I would put South Florida up against any of it. We're squirrely. I yeah. love it. I really do, but there is a lot to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking about uh, with Griselda Blanco be one of the top five craziest stories that have come out of South Florida, a drug lord worth over a billion dollars. And she was a woman. They were talking about that, too, in 1980, how unheard of that was in Latin culture. People couldn't believe it. They're like, wait a minute, she's a woman that's running this thing? Because that was just unheard of. So, I mean, you want to talk about uh, doing something for the ladies, Virginia? She shattered that uh, glass ceiling. So she's kind of like the Barbie movie. She's the original original Barbie. OG Barbie. You mentioned that they made that into a half musical. Hey, Griselda. Blow Barbie. (laughs) Griselda and Barbie. (laughs) They do a version of that doll. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when you really encapsulate what uh, her story was, I, I would put it up there. Adam Walsh. Adam uh, Walsh became a national thing. I mean, right. That was a big deal. Yeah, and, and again, that's that's quite some time. But I mean, there's you know, those are just crazy stories that you know uh, it ranks nationally. Mark's on here from Port St. Lucie. What would you think would uh, be one that would maybe make the top five, Mark? Okay, so I grew up in Miami. What you guys are talking about is just spot on. But I don't know if anyone remembers the famous FBI shootout that happened. There were bank robbers. It was Michael Platt and Lee Maddox. And uh, one of the dudes lived across the street and three doors down from us. And it was amazing. I mean, they were pulling off, you know, um, armored cars and robbing banks. And then probably three blocks from my house, that's where they shot out with the FBI. And it was on a residential street, quiet place. We used to hang out all the time. But, uh, that's one of the weirdest things that's ever happened down there, and it was it was a big deal. Yeah. yeah, but all that stuff you guys are talking about, spot on, got it, man. I mean, like I said, grew up down there in the '60s and '70s and the '80s. You know, I remember Scarface. You right. know that, and we I used to surf at South Beach all the time, so you'd see those places, those hotels where all that happened. But yeah, it was mayhem down there back in those days. Right, it was fun growing up there, but that was a weird situation. It was it was wild. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It was it was definitely cowboy town. We had something go on here in Palm Beach County in the mid '90s. It was when I was in high school. Five inmates escaped from the uh, Bell Glade 
prison. Oh, yeah, okay. And they could not find them. I, one of them was Flietes. Another guy's name was Junko. Uh-huh. And they were... <laughs> How do you remember this? Because it was a big deal. And they ended up... I think a couple of them ended up... They were on the lam for a bit, and they got killed <gasps> somewhere, either in Palm Beach County, or maybe they, they got down to Junko died? I think Hugo did die. I, I want to say Flietes might have lived, but there was five of them. Yeah. They, all, they all broke out. Prison breaks a, are always a huge story, man. It, it captivates the whole town. Like, you think you're going to just see them yeah. walking the street. Well, I feel like I brought this up a long time ago, and I was like, Bird, what are you talking about? 1994, 1995. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of that prison out there in Belle Glade. Is anyone, am I crazy? Junko and Flientes? Junko, Flientes was two of the names I remember. <laughs> it's so weird. I have trouble remembering like my pin for my ATM card, mm-hmm. but you remember Flinto and <laughs> Junko and Flientes. Yeah, <laughs> he's got goodness. that locked in. Uh, somebody else texted in and said uh, the devil tree, that whole story Ooh. with the oh, cop. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of one of those stories that's insane. It's still... Has a legacy today. That dude was pure evil, man. If you yeah. if you do a, a deep dive on old that 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 he was a police officer, Gerard Schaffer, Schaefer. Schaefer, yeah, yeah. He uh, uh-huh. he was pure evil. Then thank goodness he got caught because there would have been so many more victims. Yeah, Marie's on here from Coral Springs. What do you think is one of South Florida's craziest stories, Marie? I <clears throat> I remember the guy that ate the other guy's face off. Oh. oh my gosh! Yeah, absolutely. And they even said we got two of those. Unfortunately, they said the one dude down in Miami was not on bath salts. They said it, there was no bath salts in really? his system. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's yeah. Th- that definitely ranks out there. We had two of those stories. Yeah. That yeah. that does not help Florida. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. There's just the, there's so many. I, I don't even know how you would rank them. Because, yeah, maybe they were more prominent once upon a time, but they've happened so long ago. And back in the day, too, there was a big motorcycle club problem here in South Florida. Okay. Where there was a lot of drug trafficking mm-hmm. and sex trafficking going on. Yeah. And it sort of got cleaned up, and I might have said too much already. <laughs> <laughs> we still have that uh, CD underbelly. It's, oh, it's yeah. still around, man. It, I, I think maybe they hide it a little bit more, but because the Epstein stuff was more hidden. Oh, that was well hidden yeah. and protected by powerful people that don't want you to see all the names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kennedy thing was a big deal when I was little. That's right. I forgot about the uh, the Kennedy rape trial that happened on Palm Beach. At, that was, uh, what, 90s? Early to mid-90s? I was little. I was young, I feel like, when that went down. So, yeah, maybe early 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, Jamie is on here from Pembroke Pines. Another uh, crazy story. One of the craziest to come out of South Florida. What story are you talking about, Jamie? The Jimmy Rice story in the early 90s in, like, Homestead, Miami. He was, like, nine, and he was kidnapped and murdered, and there was, like, this big manhunt. Do you remember Jimmy Rice, Jaybird? I don't remember that one. I'm, wow. so, I'm shocked. That was your era. I would. Uh, yeah. There's not really many that what, you don't know. What county was that in? It was in Miami Dade. It was. It was happened in Homestead. He was like kidnapped. Um, he was walking home. He was dropped off with uh, some friends from school, and um, he was kidnapped by um, a, a, a Cuban immigrant. I remember it was this whole big like controversial topic, and they ended up like capturing him a, a long time later, but. Yeah, they found Jimmy Rice's body. He was like, like 
I don't, I'm sure if you look it up, you'll see it, but it'll okay. click to you. Because I didn't remember until you're talking about Adam Walsh mm-hmm. and then if they were connecting the two. Okay. Yeah. Bird, you, you got some homework to do. Jimmy Rice. The, the big one, too, here in Palm Beach County, it still breaks my heart, and I'm so bothered by it. It's the Rachel Hurley case. That yeah, one right. was here in uh, about that one the a lot. Jupiter area. And then mm-hmm. Christina Luna is another one. That yeah. was Christy mm-hmm. Luna was a little girl that, I believe, was Green Acres walking yeah. to the store, never to be Always seen. Always huge news. It captivates and, you, yeah. And I, I, I've heard her mom on radio shows throughout mm-hmm. the years, and, I mean, she's just never stopped looking. It hurts your heart here. Oh, I, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. A lot of people were texting in, too, about the uh, Tyler Hadley story out of Port St. Lucie. Remember that? Killed his parents through a party? Yes. Mm -hmm. That was insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, somebody's uh, bringing up, you got to uh, listen to Paradise Lost. I don't know if they have a new season. Remember I was talking about that podcast a couple years ago, and they would do a whole podcast story on some of the crazier stories that have happened, and there are so many. They're gripping stories. Um, it is something you can listen to. Yeah, Paradise Lost. And it, they were well told. They said, uh, what is like a hot place for shady people or something like that is uh, the whole thing. And they do. They have Griselda Blanco in there. They have Linda Cooney. They have the Sun Jim gang. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. I know it's a little bit uh, further north, but I'm seeing this a couple times because it, it did affect South Florida a little bit because a lot of people were going to UF at the time. But the Gainesville murders was yes. something that yep. you felt it all the way down here in South Florida, man. We mm-hmm. heard about that. I mean, everybody heard about that. That was crazy. Well, people were coming back to Palm Beach County going, yeah, you know, it's it's like a ghost town there right now. The whole town yeah. is in yeah. fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, they do. Like if, uh, like I just said, Griselda Blanco is an episode of The Paradise Lost, if you don't want to hear that and see that. Before you watch Griselda on Netflix, you'll get the whole story, and then you can see how much they missed. Yeah, you, so you listen to Paradise Lost, and then, of course, over the weekend, you watched Griselda. Paradise Lost gives way better. Well, I had watched the Cocaine Cowboys. I'm going to go back and now listen to Paradise Lost again to see it. But, yeah, like I said, they did not do the full story justice, and I don't think they made Griselda as evil as they should have. Interesting. Oh, uh, we forgot Bobo the Tiger. Remember that oh, story? Yeah, that yeah, I forgot about that. Story. <laughs> Tiger's on the loose. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. You can uh, send us emails as well if uh, we didn't get to you. Mail at kvjshow.com. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, I don't know if you saw uh, Alyssa Milano started a GoFundMe. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> For what? Her kids' baseball team. <laughs> you are kidding. She got no. called out pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, not only is she, you know, a, a former major celebrity in her own right, who probably still has a good bit of cash, she's married to one of the guys that runs CAA which is one of the biggest agencies for talent management out in Hollywood. That's her husband. He's a multimillionaire. And she's on GoFundMe looking for ten grand. She is worth $4 million, according to the celebrity <laughs> net worth. I mean, the tone-deaf ridiculousness. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. Girl, scratch a check and sit down. Did she take it off? Did she delete it, or is it still up there? She made, like, $11,000. So as of last night, I guess it was still up there. There was 11000 on there. 
Yeah, she got it. She <laughs> said, look, I paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches, throwing birthday parties and sponsor any kid who can't afford monthly dues. The kids also do fundraising themselves. She tried to defend it, but people oh, like, yeah. you drive a $200,000 Porsche with a $14,000 custom paint job. Your husband is a multi-millionaire. Girl, and stop. I like how she's defending it. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. She's insane. Um, another person that I question, what's going on in their camp, Tyreek Hill, now said that he fired a bunch of people because somebody filed divorce papers without his consent. And this story just gets weirder and weirder. So he's only been married to Kida Vaccaro for a couple of months. It's very fresh. But her lawyers submitted a response to the filing on Friday, which means the filing still exists. Right. As of Friday, her lawyers responded in their own filing to the filing. And Tyreek is like, no, 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 it was a mistake. That wasn't, we didn't mean to, no, we're still married. I fired that person that filed it. We're good. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I'm just clearing the air. You get your best info from Tyreek Hill. When he's doing one of his Twitch streams, he's on there playing video games or whatever. And so here he was talking about the filing. Like I said, a lot of people went in on the Sun Sentinel when they reposted it. And they're like, going, oh, y'all go get sued. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't know how, because they they showed their work. They had the paperwork. The papers were filed because Tyreek came out when the Sun Sentinel first had that story. And he's like going, boy, no, the heck we didn't. So don't put that in the air. We're happily married and going to stay that way. And so people had Tyreek's back. Right. And went after the Sun Sentinel. I'm like, they're showing you the papers, man. I mean, <laughs> there's papers here. Like, they're not reporting a lie. What the heck is going on? And so here's Tyreek, yeah, talking about people got fired. Behind closed doors, a lot of people got fired, too, for oh. just pulling, for just doing things uh-huh. without uh, a yes. You know, and um, it, it sucks that me and my wife got to go through that, man. Like, yeah, a public worker says it, and right now we're in a, we're in a spot of fixing it. Uh-huh. So what? you, at some point, instructed someone to go file divorce papers. And I would assume if they were at the courthouse, you would have to sign off on those, correct? I wouldn't imagine it. Like, I couldn't go put in your divorce papers for you, Virginia. I would hope not. That would be kind of messed up, yeah, if if I could just go and file those for you. That'd be kind of an uncomfortable day for you and Panda. I and would, for me, too. If I ever got married, though, and I needed a divorce, I'd let you file my papers because you would be my active attorney. Okay. Just, Maybe he's just mad that it got out. Maybe I, it was supposed to be filed and kept a secret. Yeah. And the fact that it got out is why the people got fired. Yeah. Because as of Friday... Mm-hmm. Her attorneys filed and submitted their response to his filing. Like, right. if he had pulled the petition, then they wouldn't be having to respond. That's it, It's very confusing, and it doesn't seem to add up at this point. But I got to tell you, I'm not, oddly fascinated. I am very fascinated. I'm getting the popcorn, and I am very tuned in. Also tuned in to... The battle that is going on between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Oh, my gosh. Have you listened to any of the music? (laughs) I checked it all out. It's it's really layered. Yes. You know, that's going on here. And and you got to go back, I think, a little bit to kind of, you know, figure what happened. But this started on Friday and it just kept escalating throughout the entire weekend. And it even yesterday then it was, you know, a song that Nicki Minaj put out that's a pretty good slam 
on Megan the Stallion. Is this manufactured or is this real deal? I don't know because if it is manufactured, it's absolutely brilliant. It has TikTok a buzz. So <laughs> Nikki, what did Nikki call out? Both Megan and Nikki are calling each other out. Right. So what happened was it started with a Megan the Stallion diss track. It appears like it's on Nicki Minaj's husband. It's called Hiss. And Nicki's husband's name is Kenny Petty. And he's a registered sex offender. He pled guilty in 1995 to the attempted rape of a 16-year-old girl and served four years in prison. And Megan says, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes be mad at Megan's law. I really don't know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me to start. And Megan's law refers to a federal law that requires all states to establish sex offender registries and community notification. So it all started because of this part on Hiss on Friday with Megan the Stallion. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all want me to start. Okay, so that started it. Nicki Minaj fires back, referencing Tory Lanez. You remember him? Yes, the whole foot thing. Yes. The Bigfoot. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then on Friday, Nicki Minaj shared a post that referenced Megan Thee Stallion's late mother and suggested that Megan lied during her April 22 interview with Gail King about her controversy with Tory Lanez. So she brought a mama into it. And then called her Bigfoot because she got shot in the foot. She called her Bigfoot? Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a song called Bigfoot coming up. Yeah, this is what she just released yesterday. This little Megan, talking about Megan's law. For a free beat, you can hit Megan. If you a ghost, fight a party in Megan's jaw. Shot thrown, but I still ain't let Megan soar. Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. Uh-huh. Get up on your good foot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dead mothers, a foot, uh, Kenneth Petty, the registered sex offender, and Megan's Law. This yeah. is good. Did they, did they record all that this weekend? Is that... It, well, I mean, the one dropped on Friday, and then, yeah, so Nikki responded pretty quick. I don't know if she had that sitting, because, you know, it's kind of been going on, but... Yeah, she called uh, Megan Thee Stallion a manipulative liar, said she uses ghostwriters for her music, and then said every album she's ever released flopped. Damn! So she went and, and then she said she's a horrible actor that can't cry on cue. <laughs> <laughs> apparently all this started when apparently Nicki Minaj claimed that somebody suggested she drank alcohol during her pregnancy. Megan the Stallion denied that it was her that said that, but that seems to be what's fired up this massive feud between the two now. And TikTok is loving it. Yeah, they are. Is it real? Is it contrived? I don't know, but it's juicy. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on in your dirt. My KVJ show. If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along and call them out, call them out, call them out. You gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. It's time to call them out. Okay, who do you need to call out and for what here today? You can hit us up, 877-979-WRMF. i got to call out these people on those scooters. A lot of times we call them the bird scooter, but I think that's just a brand. It's the ones where you stand up on it. Yeah, bird, lime. Kind of get going, yeah. They whatever. all have them. Yeah, I was in... Boca on Saturday. And you know, if you are at a green light and you're first at the green light and you don't go immediately in Boca, what they do, they lay on the horn. Real quick. So that's kind of in my head. And so I'm there. I'm like, okay, as soon as this light turns green, I'm going. So the line turns green. 
boom, reaction time is impeccable. I start to go. All of a sudden, I see something out of the left periphery of my eye. It's kind of one of those little scooters. Oh, I Lord. had to slam on the brakes so hard. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, he clearly just, you got to obey the rules of the road. He had to blow through a red light and just kept on going. He's hot dogging. But uh, honestly, if I had had a half a second, in fact, I wound up slamming on my brake so hard, I pulled a calf muscle. <laughs> I couldn't walk for an hour. It was absolutely crazy. When you get an injury driving, it, it, does, it, it does stick with a man. It does stick with a man. It humbles you. It does. I was very humbled by that injury. I pulled my neck making a left turn before. I get it. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday, I'm in West Palm, and I take a right, and I'm driving. All of a sudden, here is a guy on one of those scooters coming right at me, going down the middle of the road, in my lane. Oh. I'm like, what, are, what is going on with you people? Do you realize like who's going to win yeah, if car. we come Car versus scooter is not going to be good for scooter. Yeah, so it's kind of a call. Not just a heads up, man. I don't know what you were thinking. That dude almost wound up on my hood on Saturday in Boca. And boy, does that really change your Saturday? It, it, that's what we were talking about. We're like, you know what would have happened if I would have drilled that guy? Like where we would have been? Oh, the news finally would have got your name right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. They would have made sure it was spelled right and put everywhere. That's the only time we'll ever get our names right in the press is if we do something wrong and then get on the news. Kevin Ralston is mowing down pedestrians and scooter riders everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then Shannon, she texted and she said, "Yeah, I want to honk. Uh, I want to call out to people who honk their horn as soon as the light turns green." Yeah, that's that's what I trust me. I was there, but I know how Boca rolls. You, well, that's what made you go so fast, right. but that's what also could have killed a scooter rider. Right. It was just, it was the perfect oh. storm of danger. Just a perfect storm of danger. Uh, Billy wants to call out drivers not using blinkers before changing lanes. It's so lazy. That's true. I mean, honestly, it's so dangerous on the roads. You just have to do, you have to follow every possible precaution you can take while driving to stay safe. My new thing is, I just assume everyone is on meth on the road. <laughs> I just assume everyone's... You're 30% right. Um, if someone's hopped up on some goofballs and I just... Yeah. It may I not just, be meth, but any any yeah, intoxicant. I just, I just, I kind of go out there thinking, they're all on something, Burr, just be careful. Trust no one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let me see other uh, call them outs. Uh, somebody wants to call out the woman who brought her fake service dog into the town center mall in Boca where it pooped on the floor. Even oh. if you do clean it up, it's still gross. When you think about fake it, fake service dogs. There's a lot of that going on. I saw them yesterday over on Palm Beach. Fake service dogs. Yep. Have a lot of them. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, another one of these too. Travel. A lot of these things are always traffic. Somebody said I'd like to call out the mofo that caused a hit and run on me. He fled the scene. Don't worry. I already filed a police report, and I let them know that you left the scene. So apparently they have. Your license plate, and they're going to find you. Oh, oh, good. Let's dox it. Yeah, if you have their license plate and they left the scene, they're done. They'll get them. And you'll be in quite a lot of trouble. They do not take kindly to hit and run. And make sure that if somebody does hit and hit you, you get their license plate before they get a chance to run because that happens too. People just get caught up in the moment and forget to take a picture. If somebody hits you, you immediately try to get their license plate. Mm hmm. Yeah. Somebody else just got sideswiped by a woman trying to pass me going in the opposite direction on a residential street. <gasps> Hops up on goofballs. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
It, it happens. Uh, uh, this might have been you, Bird, uh, the guy who kept knocking on my door about solar panels. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're a good person that sells solar panels, I'm not talking to you. But how dare they with some of you solar panel people? The way they will not take no for an answer. The times at night they come. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I don't want any solar panels. Yeah, but what if we did it? No. What? But how about that? No. <laughs> Man, I got. I, I th- you got a lot of other things to worry about besides I, solar panels. I thought it was the. I thought it was somebody helping me, the dryer guy, and it wasn't the dryer guy. It was the solar pe- the panel guys. And for five minutes, I'm talking to the solar panel guys about my dryer, and I'm going, "Wait a minute, we're talking about two different things. <laughs> Why are you talking to me about my solar panels when you're here for my dryer? Anyway, Did you ever get your dryer fixed? No. Oh, my dang. dryer's still in the. I, I, Look, it was a weekend. Did you call that guy I gave you? I have not. Because there's reasons. Here was the uh, call him out. There was an artist who was really big in the late 80s, early 90s. His name was uh, Richard Marks, and he was performing with uh, Rick Springfield over the weekend. And somebody's a little bit uh, yappy during one of his songs, and he called them out. I'm genuinely curious who raised you to think that anything you could yell out was more important than what we were doing. Learn some manners, lady. There you go. (laughs) Then he goes into the slowest, saddest ballad. What was she yelling out? Where's my drink? Couldn't hear it, yeah. Couldn't hear what she was saying. Probably. She's probably drunk. Probably drunk. Yeah. That's, that's what you sounded like at the Bare Naked Ladies concert. Whatever. I was singing beautifully. Like a songbird <laughs> in the rafters. We were at least 30 rows away and they, the band could still hear Virginia. I'm a passionate singer. And a passionate drinker. When those two combine. Oh, you were feeling it. Yeah. I was loving it. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, we got uh, some other passionate drinkers here. A little kid or drunk adult. We've got a story of a bad situation. When you did it, were you a little kid or a drunk adult? We'll find out next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Well, we all do dumb things. Sometimes we're little kids and other times we're drunk adults. Can you tell the difference on who is what? Got Whitney who left this message on our WRMF app using the mic drop feature, which is the little microphone down in the bottom left-hand corner. So what is the dumb thing that you did, Whitney? I ran to hug my sister, but didn't realize that she was on the other side of a glass door until I face planted right into it. <laughs> oh, drunk okay. adult. <laughs> drunk adult on that one. That is drunk adult. Okay, Virginia, I think you've run into a plate glass door or two in your time. I did. I was showing Kevin my brand new apartment that I was so proud of, and it was so nice, and I'm giving him the tour, and I walked right into the glass door. Full speed. Forehead first. Oh, yeah. Do I get it? And I was sober. Yeah. How you were. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Virginia? Is this a uh, drunk adult or a little kid? I'm going to say drunk adult. Going to go drunk adult. Okay. 
Yeah, it kind of feels that way. I'll say the same thing. What were you, Whitney? I was actually a little kid. <sighs> my dad and I were meeting my mom in Miami, and he took me out of the car seat and placed me on the sidewalk. He spotted my sister coming out of the elevator in the lobby and said, hey, it's Jackie. And I hadn't seen my sister for like a week since she was at summer camp. So I ran at her full speed. My dad didn't realize I had bolted until he heard me splat up on the glass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so so cute and innocent. It is. Oh, that's tough. As long as the kid's not seriously hurt, I'm submitting that to America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Uh, We've got uh, Robert here who left us this message. Okay, what is the dumb thing you did, Robert? I was eating those round candies, the chocolate candies called bonbons with my neighbor. I came home, found one on the ground, picked it up. I licked it first. It was my brother's poo from his diaper. Oh, my gosh. No. No. Little kid. It is a little kid, but no. What do you think, Virginia? It feels like a little kid. Got to be a little kid. Got to be a little kid. Robert? I was a little kid. Yeah, of course. Oh, no, though. No. That's rough, man. Oh, my gosh. He licked it. Oh, no. How long did he go until... Oh, man. Until until you realize, oh, man, this is... Oh, Oh, that's rough. The first realization, just that moment when it hits you. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Okay, we've got uh, Nina here. Nina, what is the dumb thing you did? I ran through some sand dunes and had my bathing suit ripped off. Hmm, sand dunes, bathing suit, rip off. I feel drunk adult. What do you think, Virginia? Yeah, feels drunk adult. Drunk adult. I like it. Okay, what were you, Nina? I was a drunk adult. Yeah. It was spring break in college, and a bunch of us had been day drinking and decided to hit the beach and look for guys, and I thought it would be funny to run through the sand dunes down to the beach, and right as I get to the end, my thong got caught on the branch of something and tore right off. The worst part (gasps) is I screamed, and everyone turned and looked, and there I was with just my top on. Wow. (laughs) How about that, huh? You'd rather have your top exposed than your bottoms. I don't know. They both suck. You'd rather, you'd rather if you had to, you had to lose one. It would be way more embarrassing to lose your bottoms. I don't know. I don't know. They're, really? both, they're, they're both equally bad. I, don't, I disagree on really? that. Really? Uh, you think they're equally bad? Yeah. I don't think they're equally bad. I mean, I don't have them, so it's not fair for me to say, but I think I agree with you, Jay Bird. I think that the bottoms would be worse, right? Well... You're standing upright. No one's going to be able to see your intimate parts if you're standing. Yeah. It's not like you're spread eagle. I'm just saying you could see a little, how do they say this? You could see a little slice of the pizza, so to speak. <laughs> a slice of pie. <laughs> and I think that's more humiliating. But that, what do I know, Kevin? I'm not a woman. I don't want to yeah. speak for women in 2024. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to hear what the uh, ladies have to say. Maybe we can have uh, Suits put up a poll for the ladies only. I mean, if you if you have big breasts, uh-huh. I think it's just as bad to have your breasts out as your bottom out. I, I, I have to disagree with you on this one. I think the women are going to say the basement is way more humiliating than the attic. Huh. I don't know. This is a tough one for me. It's KBJ. There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, 
blacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Well, we got a lot of uh, very careless and not real smart people here in South Florida, unfortunately. I have a feeling that Jacob Salcedo might be one of those people. He was allegedly so high that he thought somebody was in the closet of the room he shares with his girlfriend. So well, he, how do we know there wasn't somebody in there? Well, at this point, he didn't know. So he just, to play things safe, he takes a gun, shoots the closet. Oh, my. Winds up hitting a housemate on the other side of the wall where the closet stands. <gasps> and here's what's terrifying. The housemate was asleep at the time. Oh. Can you imagine getting shot in your sleep? That's horrifying. I'd rather get shot in my sleep than when I was awake, though. Would you? Yeah, because you just wake up in pain. I think the psychological... The trauma the of seeing the... Seeing it going through and then... But I think you need some awareness. That's why I wouldn't want to try to come out of sleep as I have blood coming from my body and needing to think of fast to what I'm going to do to save my life. Where did he take the bullet? Hopefully, Didn't say, hopefully yeah. the butt. Yeah, you just hope, right? <laughs> but who sleeps with their butt in the air? You know what I mean? Probably you. <laughs> you have to sleep on all fours pretty much for that. To, I did not see you sleeping with <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go right up right now. I do not sleep on all fours. <laughs> Ready for the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> take me, little green man. Here I am. <laughs> take me to your planet. In the ready position. <laughs> I'm ready. Well, apparently, uh, Jacob Salcedo had a substantial amount of narcotics at the time of the shooting, and he was in a little bit of trouble because he's also a four-time convicted felon, and he can't have a firearm. Oh. And, uh, you know, that combined with the narcotics, he's got a nice trafficking charge, so... It's going to be a while before he sleeps at his place in Delray Beach. I'm not sure there was enough enough charges against him. That poor roommate, too. Oh, I know, Is right? he okay? No, probably not. Is okay? No. Is he alive? I mean, I, they didn't say about him being dead, and they probably would have had he been. But yeah, he's not okay. I'm I get so shot in cu- my sleep, I'm not going to be okay. I really want to talk to that guy. Like, where on this body did he get shot? Okay. What was he thinking? And if do, he's out there, call us. I'd love to know. And do not add insult to injury. Even though you're going to jail, you better pay half your rent. Yeah, you're right. No excuses. No right? excuses. Mm-hmm. A man in Tarpon Springs, Florida, got arrested last week after he allegedly struck a Circle K cashier in the forehead with a chocolate egg. Oh, my. Well, that's one of those kinder eggs. Those things could hurt. Yeah, they didn't say what it was. If you had to be hit by an egg, what kind of egg would you not? Well, hard-boiled is the worst. Or Fabergé would be the worst. It's a chocolate egg. Chocolate egg? The kinder eggs come in like a plastic thing, and they can kind of hurt you, but it's not going to knock you out. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be too bad. I can tell you this much. Regular eggs... Without the chocolate, they can cut you, mm-hmm. and they can make you bleed a lot. Okay. Well, this guy wasn't done. After being asked to leave, he hurtled the counter and then pushed and struck the victim's face. Oh, my. So the, the chocolate egg just kind of got things going. We should get a bunch of different chocolate eggs, blindfold me, have Virginia throw them off my head as can hard as tell? she can, and then I have to rate which chocolate egg is the most painful. Easter is coming. It feels like a great bit. I'm so down for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman in New Jersey that had her home vandalized with pepperoni last week. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, her house got vandalized with pepperoni. They just came in and started throwing pepperoni? I guess so, yeah. 
from the door to the edge of the porch and then strategically placed down the stairs to the driveway. Nothing on the driveway and then four slices on the hood and four slices on the trunk. We're trying to figure out who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni and a knife in the middle of the night and cuts it up into slices and throws it on people's property. Like, you have nothing better to do with your time. <laughs> it's wrong. You should not be trespassing. You should not be vandalizing people's properties. Like, you know, I mean, I even made a joke and called them the pepperoni bandits. Huh. Mm. Plot twist. She's involved. Yeah, she did it. You think so? Yeah. I this is weird, Kevin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it definitely could be. But is that all it takes to go national? I can get way weirder than that. You have. You do. I know. What's Do I start breaking into houses? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's this snowboarder that spent 15 hours trapped overnight inside a ski lift gondola I during freezing that. temperatures at a resort in California. How did that happen? Uh, what had happened, it says Monica Lasso boarded the gondola around 5 p.m. on Thursday at Heavenly Ski Resort in Lake Tahoe to ride down the mountain because she was too tired to snowboard. Soon after boarding, the gondola completely stopped. She suspended in the air. She called for help. Nobody heard her, and she didn't have her cell phone on her, so she couldn't call anybody for help. Oh, my gosh. That's Did they just think, oh, well, nobody's up there. We're, we're closed for the day, and they shut it down at 5P? Yeah, I guess so. They just shut it all down, and there she is. Dang. Yeah, that's crazy. They said she had to rub her hands and feet together because the temperature is dropping down to 23 degrees. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't until Friday morning when they got into the fire back up again for the day that they realized, whoops, sorry. <gasps> sorry about that. Crazy, right? She's lucky she didn't freeze the oh, day. I know. Absolutely. They say that the uh, hop shops located in northern Kentucky started to go viral because they put discos in the bathrooms. They've got a sign with a red button in the bathroom. It says, do not push this button, but it's got their mascot, Hopper the Frog, and he's kind of winking, which is like, you know, come uh, on, go ahead. Do it. I saw this on TikTok. It's yeah. so fun. Right. And so when you hit the button, then all of a sudden the lights go out and disco lights come on. You got a disco ball with the lights coming off that. Music's playing. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the potty. They'll just burst into laughter and then they come out and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny, I love it. We had a 60-year-old lady that went in and she came out and she said that was the best day of her life. Oh my gosh. That's well, all you've done at 60 and that made it the best? They don't get out much up there. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so sad. That's, that is so sad. That's the, I mean, I saw the TikTok. Oh my gosh. The bathroom wasn't that cool. No, I mean, it was cool. That's the best day of your life after 60 years. Good Lord. You, I, I love Goofy. Don't get me wrong, but that's the best day of your life. <laughs> wow. I feel for that woman. So what does the U.S. government think? Can they defend us from aliens? Nope. Yeah, no, no one thinks that they can. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know that if uh, you see that, don't run to the government. They're not going to save you. They're not going to be able to. Every man for themselves. I think they know that. I think they're kind of slowly trying to tell us that. Yeah. So 
just get let us well, get used to that. They're coming here and they're about to try to take over planet Earth. They're coming. Yeah. Everyone sleep with your butts up. Or they're here. Put them up in the air. <laughs> That's why birds always sleeping on all fours. He's ready. He is all ready to go. <laughs> coming up here, I got uh, Yelp's top 100 restaurants in the country, and there are several places in South Florida that made it. I'll let you know who next. KVJ. All right, how would you like to go to a Sandals resort for four days, three nights with round-trip airfare from American Airlines? You need this code word. It is TIPS, T-I-P-S, TIPS. Enter that into the WRMF app right now. You got one hour to do it. T-I-P-S, that is your first qualification of the day. You got four more coming at you at 11 a.m., 1, 3, and 5 p.m. The more times you qualify, the better your chances of winning. Tips, T-I-P-S, is what you want to enter into the WRMF app right now. Well, South Florida's got so many great restaurants in it. Yelp does their reviews, and I don't know how much anyone really puts into them, but every single year they come up with their top 100 restaurants in the country. And in Florida, 13 restaurants wound up making the list, including several in South Florida. The highest that we had was Fratellino Restaurant in Coral Gables, number five in the nation. That was the top-rated restaurant. In South Florida, according to Yelp. Fratellinos. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an Italian joint. Okay, I would imagine so. At number 34, you have Amy's French Bakery in Pompano Beach. Ooh, Kevin's doing what he always does. It's the 9 o'clock hour. He's going to start getting me all jigged up go. with food. Yeah. He's going to work uh-huh. you into a, a yeah. lather. Yeah. Uh, you know, he said bakery. I'm already growling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's ready to go. She's thinking about pastries and... At number 56, you have Bunbury Argentinian Restaurant in Miami. Number 70 is How You Doin' Pizza Shop in Boca Raton. Ooh. How You Doin'? How You Doin'? I think they're expanding to uh, Boynton and other locations as well. Or is it How You Doin'? How You Doin'? Yeah, maybe you could say it that way. And it's a pizza place, you say? It is, yeah, yeah. They're they're big on uh, how they put it together. They really, it's... Kind of like one of those artisan, I guess you'd say, because they leave their flour out for so long to let it do this and that. And, you is know, it good? Let the the good people let, let me know. Is well, that they did. Good? If, if Yelp has it, that's that's the people. But I'm talking about our people. I want oh. KVJ. That's who I trust. Who knows what's going on on Yelp? <laughs> and number 73 on the Yelp Top 100 list in the country, Buell Green Cafe Yard All Day Brunch Spot in Oakland Park. I made the list. At 86, it's twice-removed gastropub in Fort Lauderdale. And then at 97, it's Kubo Asian Fusion Restaurant in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Hmm, everything is pretty much south of us. A lot of it, yeah. Don't uh, see really, aside from, how you doing? Are we, in, uh, Palm Beach County. We doing breakfast today? Is it too late? Are you on semi-glutide? There's, uh, <laughs> I can't stand healthy Virginia. Tough, right? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to not like let my body go to a wreck. Okay. <laughs> trying to be healthy, Kevin. Do you feel like you have a restaurant that needs a little bit more shine? And if you told people, about it, I'd be like, going, you're right. That place is awesome. Thanks for putting it on my radar. Would you say you have a place? I do. 
What's your place? What do you think? I mean, Aqua Grill in Juno, their brunch is phenomenal. And not a lot of people know. Okay. It is incredibly delicious. Aqua Grill, that's the one that you would put out there and be like, if you don't know, you got to know. I would hands down say that. Hidden little secret. Yes. Okay, Bird, do you have one? This question's just so big, man. <laughs> it's it just so big. The KVJ Show. Yelp came out with a list of the top 100 restaurants in the country. We had about uh, seven or eight different places from South Florida made, which is pretty good. I mean, out of 100, taking up almost 10% of the list. I'm all right with that. we got some good places around here. But what is a place that you would put on somebody's radar that maybe they don't know about yet? Virginia gave us a place a second ago. Bird, if you thought of your place, you would say, okay, people got to know. There was a place I loved that was right next to, uh, it was in Palm Beach Gardens in, in uh, Promenade Plaza. It was called Gardens Pizza, and mm. they moved. But they're now Gardens Pizza and Pasta in Jupiter. Okay. And they're very good. Very good. I think they're very, very good pizza, okay. and I would recommend that. Okay. Gardens Pizza and Pasta in Jupiter. They moved. Okay. That's confusing. It is, but it's, <laughs> it's Gardens Pizza and Pasta, and it's in Jupiter. They had a move because I, I believe, and I, I don't want to speak out of turn. Rumor is that they're expanding that Publix in the Promenade area, uh, according to my sources. Might be, yeah. But then again, my sources are wrong a lot. Okay, yeah. The place I would tell you about got a new favorite Mexican place. It is La Condesa. It is right there off of I-95 on Airport Road in Boca Raton at Glades. They got everything you want. The chip salsa on point, probably the best I had. They got that green-red sauce. The margarita menu, they're all great, and they got like 15 or 20 choices on margaritas. Wow. Just phenomenal. The menu is deep. Everything is great. I've gone with the tacos so far, and they're fantastic. Have you seen a burrito, and does the, the, does the burrito go deep? Haven't seen the burrito yet. You think no. she goes deep? I, I don't. They haven't done anything wrong. I mean, everything seems great, and everybody that was sitting at our table, I've had a couple of different groups gone there about three times. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, everything is so good." Did the Mexican queen love it? Because she's Loves Mexican. It. Yeah. If she gives it her stamp, that it's, does count. It's from- both of our favorites. Mm. It's trumped. It's number one in Mexican in our book now. Mm. It's fantastic. Yeah, La Condesa. Okay, there's a couple other uh, recommendations. If you don't know, you need to know. Some of these I, I've been to, and I agree. Somebody said Elena's Bake Shop and Cafe in Palm Beach Gardens. Mm. Great. They have really good sandwiches. That place is amazing. And Gardens, my neck of the woods. Yeah. It is uh, right up there on North Lake, close to military. That's where I live. Yeah. It's so close to your house. <laughs> Quick, give out your address. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, you, you instead dummy. of taking the right, you keep going a little bit further, and it's basically the next... Two rights later. I think I know where this place plaza, is at. Yeah. It's in a little plaza yeah. just west of military. No, just east. <laughs> then I more... think it's just east. I could be wrong, but I think it's just east. I, it's because uh, I remember I think I would run into it as I was coming out of Busy Body Fitness, and that's just east of military. Okay, man. I am just, oh. And again, your address is? I mean, just Google it. <laughs> it does pop right up. It pops right up. It's very convenient. <laughs> just, you know, hashtag be cool. Try not to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another suggestion, Cafe Centro Piano Bar Northwood. Been there. Yeah. Place is solid. That is a solid spot. That whole street has some fun vibes. It does. Yeah, we went to... To uh, maybe is a, a vegan restaurant in there. It's fantastic. Okay. Is it uh, Darbsters? No, I've been to Darbsters and I know that one, but that's not in that area. 
Darbsters is um, is that Southern? I think that that's on. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> much. <laughs> You're born and raised here, right? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I don't think it's Southern, though. I think, but he's homegrown, dumb. <laughs> Whatever. Do that or Belvedere. It could be Belvedere. Yeah, that that's sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bit east. Uh, Divine Bistro in Wellington. Somebody said the Parmesan crusted mahi mahi is the bomb. I have had it. That is delicious. Yeah, Divine Bistro is famous. Somebody else said sushi bang bang in Boynton. Got to check it out. Papa's Tapas in Delray Beach. Getting a shout out. Old Florida on Indian Town Road in Jupiter. Yes, we love Old Florida Bar and Grill. Yep, they do good stuff. Somebody's uh, shouting out Matthew's Brewery Scratch Kitchen. They just opened that a couple weeks ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's that one place? Is it Rainforest Cafe? Isn't that one everyone loves? They got no shout outs. None. Mm-mm. There's is, there's none local. You mean the Rain Dancer Steakhouse? No. It, there was like the a rain... restaurant they used to have open in the 90s. Right. <laughs> No, 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 no. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. That was a, that's a big restaurant that's still around. Where, Where is, is it? it? It's down south. It is fancy. They've got like, you know, I don't know, it's cool. Yeah, they have like, it would it would rain and all that, right? Yeah. It was like huge in the late 90s, early 2000s. They had no. it at Disney too. Yes. It, he's, he's trying to make it seem like it's out, it's. it's not anyone's mind anymore and it's old school. People still go there. It is hot. Yeah. Rainforest Cafe, yeah. We went there for Birdney's birthday. Yeah, it was down at the mall, the Sawgrass. Sawgrass Mall. It's in the middle of that place. Right? Oh. It was pretty pretty uh, jumping. Okay, yeah. It uh, was. I think it's about the decor there. It's very earthy. It's very Disney. Yeah, I would say it reminds me of that, like a theme park themed restaurant. Okay, was yeah. It big only in the 90s? Uh, I don't know no. if they've grown a lot. But yeah, they've they've got. Uh, don't go see him. Yeah, they've got uh, the two locations. <laughs> well, I'm trying, I thought it was cool. I'm trying to bag on it. Yeah, I didn't even know they were still around. To be honest with you, I didn't either. I think they shut a few of them down. But look, there's still a few scragglers holding on. Oh, I remember in 2001, there was no place I loved more than Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> We've just we've grown since then, and I guess some of us haven't. That place is so awesome. Some of us matured, and some of us haven't. (laughs) So many people backing me up on this. (laughs) All right, uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes, somebody needs a little bit of guidance because apparently they hooked up with their best friend's boyfriend. Oh no! Uh And they're trying to find a way out of it. We'll try to help them next. Follow KVJ on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KVJ Show. So I need a little advice here. Send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. Because I guess they hooked up with their best friend's boyfriend. Whoops. And it's currently still your best friend's boyfriend? It's not like an ex-boyfriend? I mean... Sounds like it. I don't know if we can help you. You're just you're just cold. Said I've had the best, same best friend since I was 10 years old. I was always closer with girls throughout my childhood and in our teenage years. This same girl helped me to come to terms and announce to the world that I am gay. She has helped me with relationships, and I have done the same with her. I am currently single, but still go to my girlfriend's place on weekends for game night, which is all couples. Uh, My friend has been dating this new guy for four months, and I was happy for her because she was so into him. 
But every time I met him, I couldn't help but notice that I was getting some vibes from him. Each time I saw him, it seemed to be more noticeable. Then, as I'm leaving her place last weekend, her boyfriend follows me to my car and kisses me. I should have refused his advances, but he is smoking hot, and I am sorry to say that we did some very naughty things together. Clearly, my best friend's boyfriend is not who she thinks he is, and now we are both crushing on the same man. This man is now texting me, and I am so compelled to take this to another level. I know I have betrayed my friend, and I want to tell her, but I am afraid of damaging our relationship while also ruining what I could have with her boyfriend. I have made mistakes, but how do I move forward to minimize the damage while also maximizing the pleasure? Wait, didn't she say she was gay? Yeah, I'm confused. And now she's with a man, and she stole a man? I think it is a guy who is best friends with a girl who is dating a guy that apparently is not completely straight. Oh, I was thinking it was a girl. Yeah. No, this I is think from this is a, a dude. Yeah, this is from a dude. I kept his name out. Oh, okay. By request. So it's a guy who Can is, you read it again? I, I have to assign the gender again. It's a guy <laughs> who's been best friends with a girl since she was 10. And she has a boyfriend. They have game nights. He's been getting vibes from her boyfriend. He goes to his car. The boyfriend follows him out, kisses him. And apparently there's a little, you know, touchy-feely. And this is where it stands right now. So he's sitting here saying, I mean, if she knew, I don't know if she'd be in a relationship with him. Because I think he's into dudes. He's definitely into me. He's at least bi. Yes. At least bisexual. And so... I, I think he is a little ashamed that he allowed what to have happened happened. Well, because he should be, because he's mm-hmm. dirty. He's doing dirty things to his best friend. He's doing her dirty. Yeah, yeah it don't matter is... the equation or the sexuality here. Mm-hmm. If you're do, if you're going after your best friend's guy or girl, it's low. It's a low, dirty move. So, what does he do from here? Does he let his best friend know what he did and the advances that came on and be completely truthful? Or does he not say anything at all and try to shut down these advances and hope that they don't happen again? Oh, my God. Oh, this is a mess. This is a mess because you really are. And, and you, it sounds like you're kind of still doing it. Well, it's only happened the one time. Now, they are, sounds like. F- fancying how they could maybe have this work for other moments, but I don't even think you can entertain that right now because I think you've got the first problem and it's already happened. And the question is, do you say something to your best friend or yeah, not? You got to break up with your, you, get, you have to break up with your, your girlfriend. You got to break up with your girl. You have to tell her what happened and break up with your girlfriend. You don't act like nothing happened. That's how you're going to, you have to break. The friend's got to tell the friend, this has got to all get out. This can't be a secret because it's not going to say a secret, and so, they're going to keep they're going to keep uh, hooking up. You think the gay guy needs to talk to the other guy and say you need to go and talk to her and let her know what happened? Would you put it on him or would you go do it yourself, Virginia? Uh, I think as her friend, you owe it to her to go tell her what you did with her man. Billion percent. Okay, so that's step one. Yes, the friend needs to make it right. Mm-hmm. Your friendship might be salvaged. I don't think this guy is dateable. Why would you even want to consider continuing to date him? I mean, 
he's all over the place. He can't be faithful, and that that shouldn't be what you want for yourself. Yeah, I agree with that, too. The fact that he came on to you the way that he did, knowing what your relationship is like, this is a person that, to me— uh, I, I don't think you want to get mixed up no matter what. Oh, this person's no. a douche. You can't yeah. still be considering dating this guy unless you like drama and you like someone who likes to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. But you should have a better opinion of yourself than to want to pursue this man. He's a dirty dog. Do you think there's any saving the friendship? He's been best friends with this girl since they were 10 years old. It's she not, helped him to come out of the closet. It's not up to him. It's you, up to her. Do you think you would be able to forgive Virginia if you were in her position? I don't know. This is rough. Mm-hmm. This is really rough. I I mean, you know how I feel about grudges. I love to hold them. Right. Okay. The KDJ Show. Trying to help this uh, guy out. His best friend he has had since they were 10. She helped him to come out of the closet, and then he returns the favor by making out with her boyfriend when he approaches him at his car after leaving her house. Now he just is trying to figure out how he needs to approach his best friend about saving the relationship, because you're right. Even if this guy, I don't know, he's at least bisexual, if not all-out gay, I mean, you wouldn't be like, yeah, thanks for saving me from that guy. I don't think, considering the fact he made out with him, that you would be very thankful, but... One person did text in. They said, you know, I think you could save the friendship by saying that, you know, I had a feeling he was gay, so I laid a trap and he took the bait. Nah, now you're double up and on your lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I think that makes it worse. Look, you had a moment of weakness and uh, you did not do the absolute right thing. But, uh, you know, look, if you've been best friends since you were 10, you'd be like, I am so sorry. I really would like to see a picture of this guy. I mean, if he's so hot, he's charming the pants off of men and women alike. Right. I want to drink him in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's got to be very gorgeous. Please send us a picture. Yeah. The problem with that, with this happening and you're so close to somebody, anytime now you bring somebody around, it's always going to be in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try to do me dirty again? Sure, you got, yeah. You got to make sure your apology is sincere and you got to make sure you make it right. How many other my boyfriends are you going to try to flip? Yeah, or I mean, mm-hmm. in, in any situation where you got somebody that you know has got the capability of doing you dirty and hooking up with somebody that you that you are with, yeah, you're not, that's gonna be tough to trust and go back to. Yeah. I think you can forgive that person, right. but you're mm-hmm. gonna always kind of be looking at him or her, going, "Huh, uh, hmm." It'll yeah. probably be a thought in the back of your head. The trust is broken. Mm-hmm. That's why people. That's why you shouldn't cheat. That's it. Absolutely. Well, if you're uh, struggling here on a Monday, always fun to check out the F My Life website. People are posting things that are going wrong in their own life so that maybe you can feel a little bit better about yours. One person said, today on the way to an exam, I saw a car accident happen. I stopped, helped the woman who was injured, and waited for the paramedics. I was late to school, and the teacher didn't buy my excuse, and I failed the exam. Aww. And coincidentally, it was a first aid exam, FML. Oh, wow. You would think maybe they thought you were trying to be too clever on the way to your first aid exam. Oh, yeah, I happened upon an emergency, and I used my training to help them out. They're like, yeah, right. This is why you need to take a selfie while you're administering first aid. Oh, video I'm bleeding out of my neck. Why are you taking a selfie? Say cheese. <laughs> Hold on. I got to make sure I don't get in trouble. Hey, can you look down and say cheese to stop the bleeding? <laughs> Move a little bit to your right. There's more sunlight there. Help me find my light. 
this person said, my boyfriend of three years blocked me everywhere after I moved to his state to be with him. Oh. It's then that I found out he was married. Oh. So yeah. he had her come down here? And then, why at that point? Just or say, did she come on her own? That's the question. Sniffing around and then realize, oh, damn, he's married. We had an email exactly like that about three weeks ago. There are so many guys out there playing mm-hmm. that move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm separated. Full well living with their wives. Yep. I know somebody who had somebody move down, and when they got down here, they're like, yeah, no, I don't want to be in a relationship. And they moved down here and everything. Damn. Oh, that's rough. This person said, today I went on a blind date. My date turned out to be my cousin's ex. Oh, no. Awkward doesn't even begin to describe it. (laughs) So we spent the entire dinner avoiding eye contact and pretending like we didn't know each other. Oh, and you both knew who the other one was? What a terrible date. At that point, I would just say something like, wait, no, we're not doing this. Uh I'm not sitting through dinner. Ugh. Well, hold on. What, 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 where were they at? What <laughs> restaurant? <laughs> this person said today, I saw a woman breastfeeding her child at the local park. That's just fine by me if the child wasn't eight. Oh. FML. Rocco's eight. Could you imagine me breastfeeding Rocco at the park? God what? bless you. I'm all about, you know, however you got to feed your child. But I, there's no doubt. I'd be like, bird, bird, bird. Look, Look at this. <laughs> Look. Look over there. Virginia's if, breastfeeding Rocco. If... If you are breastfeeding your eight-year-old out in public, I got every damn right to judge you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Dims the brakes. Eight, wow. huh? What, what's the, the cutoff? Technically, you could do it forever, right? I guess, but it doesn't feel right when you're at the park and you see an eight-year-old. And then then you'll get the, how dare you look at me? No, no, wait. Your eight-year-old's breastfeeding you. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. It's not normal. I don't see it all the time. I'm going to look over. <laughs> wow. Another person I wrote on the F My Life website, today while trying to open the packaging to my new headphones, I got startled by my cat suddenly meowing and I cut through the headphone wire. Oh, no. <laughs> I can see where that would happen very easily to one person I know. Oh yeah. Are you is that a, is that a, is that a diss? Hamburger hands. <laughs> He's he destroys everything he loves, including all of the headphones he's ever owned. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um it hurts, but it's true, and <laughs> I am not a good cutter. How's your headphones today? You're you're only saying that because you can see one of them broke. This ain't right, man. One of them has given up on life <laughs> and committed suicide. I've only I've only been listening to the show with one ear for about seven weeks. What? <laughs> uh, this one said today I found out that my daughter uses visits to my house as the grandma's punishment for her kids. Do as you're told, or you're going to go to grandma's house and be bored for hours. Oh, wow. That doesn't make you feel good as grandma does That stinks. Step it up, grandma. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Make it a fun place for those grandkids. Seriously. Your time on earth is limited. Make it fun for the grandkids. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to die soon, grandma. (laughs) Step it up. Look on the positive side. The Grim Reaper's right around the corner. (laughs) And this person said, today I Google myself in preparation for my upcoming job interview, and it turns out there's a girl on Twitter with my name and age who tweets nonstop about getting wasted and being on probation. Oh, no. FML. That stinks because some people will get tricked. Yeah. 
No doubt about that. Well, good luck on that interview. All right, uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes, hopefully you guys are awake because we got a round of Think Fast. Oh, no. What? I left my robe at home. It's the Hank Pink robe, isn't it? The Hank Pink? The Hank Pink robe. Let's just think fast. Oh, it's a different game. Oh my God. He can't hear the show. He's only got one working <laughs> oh, headphone. Wow. I'm so mad that just happened. And, oh. he's, <laughs> and he's probably hung over. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Wow. The KVJ Show. Think fast. Think fast. If you don't come in first, you might as well be last. Think fast. All right, here we go. Virginia Jaybird Denny set to compete. We'll see whose brain is working the best so far here. I just headbutted my own microphone and right, myself out. And I thought we were playing a different segment. So <laughs> I accidentally tied my shoe when I stepped on my own lace. <laughs> Coach, your team is falling apart. I mean, my we goodness. are a messy Monday. Yeah, I was going to fix it in a minute. We are, we are quite messy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Got uh, some fun geography stuff here for you. Ooh, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me a state starting with the letter D. Delaware. Oh. Virginia. Oh. Delaware. Did you just go, duh? <laughs> duh. <laughs> so hopefully, I was hoping that was a state. Dakota. Yeah, oh, Dakota is. <laughs> Okay, what about this one next up? A state starting with the letter A. Maine! Alabama. (laughs) You threw me so off, I thought I picked the wrong letter. Dude, you scared every other contestant and the host. Turn it down a notch. I didn't know Maine. I thought I picked Maine for an A. I said Alabama. You got it, Denny. Yeah, Denny's got it. It it wasn't pretty. (laughs) This last hour, in fact, this whole show is made my eye water. Get it together, headphones. Wow. Okay, how about this? A state starting with the letter P. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay, Virginia. The fastest there. (laughs) Where the Penningtons hail from. Snatched it from them. I gotta stand. I'm standing too. I gotta stand. He's standing. We gotta stand. Okay, how about this one? It is a state starting with the letter W. Washington! Virginia. And she is about to put this away. No, no. Let me just get a little crotch chop warmed up for you over here. Get real warm. No. It's offensive. <laughs> yeah. the suits cut away. Yeah, it does look a little vulgar. Never mind. Let me stop doing that. <laughs> okay, it could be the final one. Oh no! Come on, Bert, stay uh, in it. Have heart. A Run. state starting with the letter O. Oregon. Suits was it Virginia? Yeah. No. Yeah, Justin. Where'd you say Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. Wow. With a crotch chop. No. KVJ. Well, there you go. Taylor Swift was happy and making out with her boyfriend Travis Kelsey last night after the Chiefs knocked the Baltimore Ravens out 17-10. to uh, Both losses were just gut-wrenching. The Ravens were diving into the end zone to score a touchdown, and a Chiefs defender knocked the ball loose. That oh. was the difference in the game of a touchdown, 17-10. to And they've been trying to get back there with uh, Boynton Beach's very own 
uh, their quarterback. He's uh, trying to get there and finally win one, and it's not going to happen for him. So there were tears there. Boy, the Lions fans, they were really crying, and they should have been because they were up by 17 points. I saw that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, the Lions got it in the bag. It looked like it, yeah. When I went to bed, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to wake up. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute, wow, the 49ers won? How did that happen? Well, uh, the coach for the Lions decided to uh, be aggressive, and he went for it on fourth and three, and they didn't get it, didn't take the field goal, and they wound up losing by three, 34-31. Oh. Yeah. So kind of crazy. The Chiefs just have this dynasty going on now. If you're sick of the Patriots, the Chiefs are your new Patriots. The Chiefs are absolutely the new Patriots. Yeah, they have been in it now for the past five years. They've won two of those so far. So you're going to see them coming up in a couple Sundays. So... Like it or not. How many people do you think actually when they go to a Super Bowl party actually watch the game? Uh, most people do not watch the game, myself included. Yeah, it's kind of crazy as they broke it down. 32% prefer the game, 16% like the halftime show, 14 for commercials, and 20% like none of it. But yet they're there just to socialize. Yeah, I'm there for the food, baby. It's all about the food for this guy. I'm mm. there for the food and then the halftime show and the drinks, of course. I like the intro as well. I like seeing how they're going to sing the national anthem. Yeah, that'll be all fun. Yeah. Yeah. They got some good performers. Yeah, I sure do on the halftime show. and You've got uh, you know a bunch of other good performers that are going to be uh, in the mix as well. Um, what would you say are the top five foods? Top five Super Bowl snacks. Chicken wings, nachos. Chicken wings, nachos, not in the top five. Pizza. What? Pizza, Pizza is number four. Absolutely. Yeah. You also... Chips and dip. Chips, dips, one, two. Hot dogs, three. Hot you want dogs? a hot dog over no. pizza? Are they hot talking dog? About, are they talking about little little pig in a blanket? I don't know. It just says hot dogs. You like a pig in a blanket, don't you? Dude, I can get down with pigs in a blanket. Okay. But the star is the blanket, not the pig. <laughs> yeah. You better put cheese in it. That's all I have to say. Right. So there you go. So there's really going to be no football except for the Pro Bowl, which actually is being played at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. It's now flag football, and that's that's all cool. I mean, it's, it's really big. The flag football thing's really kind of taken off. Like, they had a big old uh, tournament, the uh, Battle of Florida, that happened in Fort Lauderdale over the weekend, 7-on-7. Seven seven. And you can still, it's it's pretty cool to watch. I mean, They're, they're running wearing... a lot of spots for NFL flag. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see. So that's going to be going on. In fact, like I said earlier on the show, tickets start at $45. It's pretty affordable when you're talking about other NFL games, and you're going to have all the stars there. I mean, the biggest stars in the NFL that are not in the Super Bowl – are going to be there, and you'll get to see them and be like, oh, my gosh, maybe get some photos, get some autographs, all that kind of stuff. That'd be my recommendation. Hop on the Bright Line and go check it out on Sunday. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. for that. All right, uh, coming up here, we got the after the show on the way. Anything else you want us to hit, you can send us an email, mail at kbjshow.com. You can also watch it live on YouTube or on Twitch. Either platform, just go and look for the KBJ Show bird. Before we get there, if you would, wrap us up with your thought for the day. Thank you, Kevin. Rock bottom. Rock bottom will teach you things mountaintops never could. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.